This episode of the Order 66 podcast brought to you by the generous donations of Kevin Malone, Donald Weller, B. Witzel, Andy Bethel, Darren Hampton, Trevor Hill, and William Sullivan, as well as lots of viewers and listeners like you. Broadcast live, you're listening to the Order 66 podcast. Brought to you by Gamer Nation Studios, D20 Radio, and Wayne Basta, author of the Aristia series of novels. What's up, Gamer Nation? GM Chris here, and for those who may be tuning in for the first time, welcome to a very exciting show <laughs> of the Order 66 podcast, the original podcast entirely devoted to Star Wars role-playing. And uh, after our last episode, we uh, underwent a bit of a, of a, of a planned uh, three-week break uh, to account for um, upcoming schedules for our, our special guests, but also we uh, had some holiday weekends coming up that we all wanted to participate in, but Far be it from us to leave you all hanging. Uh, therefore, as a very special treat during that intervening time, we are here to present you with the next in a series of live play adventures. Um, this uh, adventure, uh, roughly about five hours long, split up into two separate episodes, um, are available to you right here, right now. Uh, so without further ado, we're going to head right into our live play adventure of... Uh, uh, in this case, um, uh, Age of Rebellion roleplay, uh, with another episode of, uh, for those who have been listening to our previous live plays in the past, of the Inglorious Rebels, um, a group of, uh, of ne'er-do-well yet uh, heroic um, <laughs> rebel wetwork specialists um, who are not a formal part of the Rebel Alliance, uh, very much a riff off of the uh, movie uh, Inglorious Bastards. Um, it's a, uh, a very fun adventure we're about to listen to. And um, we had some great players come in. I had the privilege of GMing them for this. Um, and we're going to get to it. But before we do, a few things to note. Um, this is a group of adults uh, gaming. As a result, uh, the language does tend to get a little adult at times, though not overtly so. But if you do have little ears listening, uh, you might want to take note of that. Uh, there are a few uh, uh, big grown-up words dropped um, in this next episode. And with that, uh, we're going to start off also by relaying the information the players received prior to the start of the game in the form of a mission dossier provided to the Inglorious Rebels. And in a nutshell, the team is informed that their target that uh, they are needing to liquidate is one Dr. Raider Kestro, a former Coralag University biogenic researcher um, and current Tier 3 Imperial Science Project lead. Uh, on the Alliance radar for his sociopathic personality, the fact that he is a leading expert on biowarfare and cybernetic enhancements, and uh, has been convicted of lethal experimentations on unwilling and unwitting subjects. Currently the developer of numerous biological and chemical weapons for the ISB and the Imperial Navy. 
In short, Dr. Kestro was a high-ranking medical researcher at Coralag University and a pretty noted expert in the field of uh, xenobiology, virology, biochemistry, and cybernetics. After a very brilliant young career, the good doctor's sociopathic tendencies led to unorthodox and illegal research and experimentation on live sentient subjects, which led to his arrest and imprisonment during the Clone Wars. Now, after the Empire came to power, Dr. Kestro was mysteriously released from prison. Alliance Intelligence has learned that he was recruited by the Imperial military, who set him up with an extensive laboratory and research facility. He's since headed up pet projects for the ISB and the Imperial Navy on covert cybernetic enhancement, classified biological modifications, and other horrors of medical research, mostly on slaves and prisoners. Recently, Alliance Intelligence has learned that he is the mind behind several devastating plagues, which appear to be the test controls for an advanced airborne pathogen so virulent that the Empire could use it to decimate an entire city in a matter of days. Dr. Kestro cannot be allowed to continue his work, and he must be liquidated. But most importantly, samples and research for the pathogens he's developing must be destroyed. The Alliance Intel leads the Alliance Command to believe that his facility is located somewhere on the jungle moon of Bentu, with at least a token Imperial military contingent for security. As such, he's not been spotted since his release from prison, and Alliance is confident that he resides there permanently. The damage this man and his work could wreak on the galaxy and the Rebel Alliance is far too great of a threat, and it must be dealt with. The party is reminded that Dr. Kestro is an expert in bio-warfare and to take the appropriate precautions. And as usual, if any member of their team is caught or captured, the Alliance will disavow any knowledge of their existence and will not claim responsibility for their actions. Along with the primary objective of liquidating Dr. Kestro, Several secondary objectives were relayed in terms of the mission briefing that will come into play as appropriate as we go through the game. This game was played on Roll20 with the beautiful um, Edge of the Empire API plugin um, and Skype. Uh, so without listening to me ramble on any further, guys, let's get right into the session. And uh, part one, hope you enjoy. Okay, guys. <clears throat> well, before we begin... Obviously, you guys have your character sheets in front of you. I know you've read them extensively. Um, let's go around really quick. Obviously, I'm Chris. I'm your GM. Um, so, James, who are you? Where are you from? And whom are you playing? Oh, well, I'm James from Australia. Uh, also the host of the Grimdark podcast on D20 Radio. And yeah, I'll you be are. playing Archie. You're playing Archie Hickson. All right. Pear, what about you? Yeah, my name's Pear. I'm from uh, Denmark. Lovely little country. In Europe, and I'm playing Dorbaga. Dorbaga, the Mad Claw. The Mad Claw. Kyle? Hey, I'm Kyle. I'm from Canada. Uh, I am also ostensibly the host of Punching for Justice on the D20 Radio Network, and today I will be playing uh, Hugo Striga. Hugo Striga. John? I'm John from North Wales, and uh, I'll be playing Shoshana, the uh, team's infiltrator. Ooh, Shoshana. All right, and rounding out our party, the leader of the pack, Rob. Hi, I'm Rob. I'm from Kentucky here in the United States, and I'm playing Aldo Raynor. Aldo Raynor, because I want my scalps. <laughs> All right. Well, I know you guys have all read the. Uh, I'm, I'm saying with big air quotes. I know you guys. I know you guys have all read 
the background document for the Inglorious Rebels. <laughs> Greetings for nerds. <laughs> TLDR. <laughs> um, so you understand your character's backstory, who they are and where they're from. And I'm assuming, of course, you guys have also dug into your character sheets with your character's abilities. Now, if your characters have any passive abilities or equipment, things that add to uh, critical rating or things that add to damage or to wound or strain thresholds or soak or defense, I've already worked that into your character sheet. But you guys do have a lot of active abilities that you'll need to tell me if you want to use, obviously. Um, And in some cases, some passive abilities, like the ability to ignore setback dice, of course, that I'll need you to remember that you have if the time is appropriate. Um, before we get started, guys, do you guys have any questions about your characters um, or their capabilities? Not so much the, the abilities and such, but um, I'm a Wookiee, and I, I, I assume that the team can understand what I'm saying. I don't know, team. You guys, can you guys understand Wook? Can you guys understand Shri Wook? <laughs> well, they didn't really teach it at the Imperial Academy, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They didn't. I would assume Aldo would. I think that would make sense. Um, the intent is normally pretty clear. The intent is normally pretty clear. Yes. Um, I can usually sense his feelings <laughs> when he's roaring at something. It's uh, usually is like a a small su- uh, suggestion he's getting angry, maybe. <laughs> So that's his secret. He's, he's always angry. <laughs> so to answer your question, pair, I leave that to the individual characters as to whether they can understand you or not. Okay. <laughs> um, for the sake of plot, I think I think it's up to them. All right. Any questions you guys have about your abilities? Any others about anything else about your characters? Per se. All right, I'll take your silence as a big fat no. Do you guys have any? Um, obviously, I know you guys have read the uh, the mission briefing as well uh, for this particular adventure, the Mad Scientist, um, and I know uh, you guys have read that. So, do you have any questions? And we'll, we'll have some in game time to dig into the mission briefing as well. But before we get started, do you guys have any questions about the briefing or about the rebels themselves in terms of how they operate, their mission structure, anything of that nature that wasn't clear in the document? I think it's all pretty clear. I tried. This can probably be handled with an in-game role, but I wouldn't mind knowing a little bit more about the planet that uh, the Doctor is set up on. Ah, we'll handle that in-game in just a bit, okay? And, and, and I guess my only question was, um, the he, he's, he says where he was hidden in on the planet, but then it refers to like some of the secondary objectives, and it starts referring to Dorajan. Really? Yeah, that was my question as well. This you have two names: Bentu's Jungle Moon and Dorajan. In the PDF. Yeah. Well, that's a typo, guys. I apologize. I'll get that fixed um, in the final delivery. Thank you for noticing it. Um, it's Bentu all around. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> like the original draft of this adventure was on Dorajan, but I, I like the Jungle Moon of Bentu better. So. All right. All right, well, we've rolled our destiny pool already, guys, um, and our duty. Destiny is two light and six dark. <laughs> um, so uh, before we get started, I know some of you have gamed with me before, and some of you may not have. So even if you have before, I'll go ahead and this, this bears repeating. Here's my spiel. Are you ready? Yeah. I am your GM. 
and I am here first and foremost to make sure that we have fun. Now, I know a fair bit about the rules of this system. Some might call me somewhat of an expert, although I will dispute that dubious claim. Having said that, there's things that I don't know off the top of my head. Lots of things I don't know off the top of my head. The one thing I really despise in a system like this, in a session like this, is book diving. So we will not do it. Additionally, nothing compares to the fun of the story. So if we reach a point where the rules may say we do something, but I think we should do something else because it's going to be easier and more fun, the rules are going to go right over my shoulder and hit the floor, and we're going to proceed and we're going to have fun. So if I make a call, just go with it. I promise you, I will not screw you guys over, and my goal here is to show you guys nothing but a fun time. Agreed? Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Fantastic. All right. Also, out of curiosity, did, have any of you have any of you not watched *Inglorious Bastards*? Not since uh, it came out of theater. But you've seen it. Yeah. Okay. I've only seen part of it. You've seen part of it. Well, you get you get the general gist from it, this. Is just really uh, riffing off of that movie. <laughs> just as an aside note. All right. Well, there's our housekeeping, boys. Before we get started proper, do you guys have any final questions? No, I'm good to go. Yep. All right. Well, with that, we will uh, get started. Star Wars Inglorious Rebels The Mad Scientist The galaxy is at war Rebels striking from their secret base wage a noble crusade against the tyranny of the Empire earning loyalty and sympathy from the larger galaxy In the shadows of the conflict is a group that is not a public part of the Rebel Alliance. They work in secret, doing what the Rebellion cannot be seen doing. They are the Inglorious Rebels. Mysteriously called to Ord Mantell, the group has a rare audience with their handler, Mr. Grey, who trains their sights on a dangerous scientist secretly working for the Empire. Developing weapons of devious biological warfare on a hidden Imperial research base, his mad experiments must be stopped. Dot, dot, dot. Alright, and with the dot, 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 the, uh, the text fades up into the sky, and the camera pans down onto the city world of Ord Mantell. Wretched hive of scum and villainy. Where you all find yourselves. Um, after receiving communication, uh, Aldo, uh, from Mr. Gray, who asked in his communication for a quote-unquote personal meeting. Um, now, it is impressed upon you, Rob, um, as Aldo, that you've never physically met Mr. Gray, ever. Um, and only you sh- and maybe Shoshana 
um, and Archie have actually ever heard Mr. Gray's voice um, via communication. So uh, the, the unusual nature of this request should present itself pretty apparently to you. But uh, per Mr. Gray's instructions, you guys um, have seated yourselves at a rather uh, inglorious uh, cantina um, on the surface of Ward Mantel, uh, where you find yourselves with a uh, in a sort of private booth at the rear of the establishment uh, with a privacy curtain, if need be, um, sitting there eyeing the patrons and uh, uh, staring at the communication that Mr. Gray sent you uh, that you're looking at on your data pads, your mission dossier. Now, after a few moments of entering the uh, cantina and, and relaxing yourselves, a figure very meaningfully comes from behind the bar and walks towards you, a rather beautiful twilight female. Um, and your interest starts to get piqued as she walks towards you with very strong purpose until you realize she is wearing the uh, colors and livery of the establishment, meaning she is an employee. Um, she carries a very expensive zirkwood tray um, on one hand and with a fluid motion sets that tray down on your table. And on it are two bottles of incredibly expensive, high-dollar vintage Corellian ale, six glasses, and what looks to be a comlink. And with that, she bows, winks, and closes the curtain. Well, I, of course, waste no time and um, open up the brandy and pour some into everyone's glass. Uh, well, you all sip, and it is, it is truly exceptional vintage. Six glasses. It appears our benefactor may not be joining us after all. I thought the extra glass was for the Wookiee. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he drinks two. <laughs> well, I'm assuming his up still here, Chris? Um, actually, no. I was kind of reading reading my uh, my intro, not realizing that we're five PCs instead of six. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, it's five glasses. Forgive me. I say that Hugo does not actually uh, take a sip. He'll leave the glass on the table. Okay. And then is the I assume the comlink is is powered on. It... At this moment, it's turned off, and it looks like a pretty custom model. Uh, clearly, an encrypted job. All right. Well, I'll at least get it turned on, and you know, assuming that that Mister Gray is probably going to call on that. Um... Well, you, you flip it on, um, Rob, and Aldo, Aldo flips it on, and this uh, you know kind of an on indicator light comes on on the side, and you hear a very familiar voice come over the comm saying, Hello, Rebels! Greetings. I, I assume, assume the voice, do I recognize the voice? Oh, yeah, it's Mr. Gray. Um, how we thought we were going to uh, be honored with your presence today. He says, You are! He says, and I do apologize for the hurried and rust nature of this request, uh, but I really appreciate the time to have this personal meeting with me. I'll chuckle. These little touches that really count. <laughs> he says, of course. And speaking of, I hope you're enjoying the uh, the curly nail. It's one of my favorites. Indeed, it's quite fine. What can we do for you? <clears throat> well. At this point, he launches into your mission briefing. Um, he says that some new events have come to light just in the past few days that have changed things slightly, hence the rushed meeting here on Ord Mantell. But before he gets into that, he now has any questions about the mission briefing in general. So obviously you guys are 
uh, being requested to liquidate uh, Dr. Raider Kestro, who was a, there's no finer way to put it, pretty much a very, very mad scientist who committed some pretty disgusting experiments of both the biological and cybernetic kind among live test subjects uh, before the Clone Wars, and he was imprisoned by the Old Republic. Uh, but of course, after the Empire took control, Dr. Kestro was mysteriously released from prison um, and has basically been covertly developing uh, uh, cybernetic enhancements and biological warfare weapons for the Empire since that time. Um, Alliance Intel is convinced that he has a base on the jungle moon of Bentu. Now, Bentu is a really out-of-the-way system, um, kind of in the expansion region. It's really in the middle of nowhere. Um, and due to the nature of his experiments, the Alliance really wants Dr. Kestro and the facility uh, wiped out, particularly the biological weapon he's developing. They want him gone, and they want all research uh, materials destroyed um, and completely erased. So you guys also have a series of secondary objectives as well. Um, obviously, there's that primary objective. And then uh, also listed, as there often are in your mission briefings, um, secondary objectives of space superiority. Um, so the, the image on the back of your data pad um, of the jungle moon of Bentu um, orbiting Bentu, this blue gas giant, um, is the only image the Alliance Intel currently has of the jungle moon. They've sent several automated probes to the area to attempt to gather reconnaissance, but these probes have all been, to a one, destroyed within minutes of arriving in the system. There is some type of orbital defense system in place around the jungle moon, um, and as a secondary objective, the Alliance would love it if that defense system were taken out. Um, other secondary objectives, aside from space support, are political support. Um, considering his no-doubt horrific experiments that are continuing, the Alliance would love for you all to secure some shocking footage of his rather monstrous work for dissemination on the holonet. Um, other secondary objectives, demoralization. Um, if you could deal enough collateral damage to this facility that he's in to completely destroy it or cause the Empire to abandon the Bentu system completely, that would be extremely helpful. And lastly, counterintelligence. Obviously, as part of your standard mission briefing of not letting anyone know that you work for the Rebel Alliance, if we could go a step further and sow some discord among the Empire, that would be extremely helpful. Um, Alliance Intel has received word that uh, there have been some recent negotiations between the Empire and the Black Sun Crime Syndicate. If you could sow some discord by perhaps uh, planting false evidence or tricking any surviving witnesses into believing that uh, this attack that you're about to perpetrate was carried out by Black Sun, that would go a long way towards uh, really roughing up that relationship and serve as a secondary counterintelligence objective. So at this time, uh, Mr. Gray, I mean, out of, out of character, guys, opens up the floor. I mean, do you guys have any questions about the mission, uh, the system, the planet, anything else of that nature? I have a question. Go for it. Uh, among the equipment that we currently have, do we possess the means to make a recording, or do we need to source something locally or before we leave? No, your, your data pad should have uh, what you need. Um, additionally, there's a couple pieces. Since we're playing without, um, since we're playing uh, uh, without uh, the Celestin in this particular party, um, let's see, Hugo. Um, since you've got your character, Kyle. Since you've got your character mm -hmm. sheet out, um, yep. I'm going to say these belong to you now. Okay. Okay. Um, the first is going to be a hollow recorder. Sure. Okay. Um, now, all of you can make recordings in your data pads. That's not a big deal. But if you want something really sexy and 3D, uh, Hugo has a hollow recorder. 
Um, additionally, Hugo, uh, you're going to take on the Celestin's normal uh, equipment cargo of three kilos of detonite. I'll take it. Along with fuses. Now, that's enough plastique, basically, to level a building. All right, cool. All right. I have more questions, but I'll step aside for my esteemable companions to ask their questions first. Okay. Do any of you have any other questions for Mr. Gray? Do we know... Uh, obviously, we know there's a, a, def- a space-based defense platform. Do we know anything about ground defenses unfortunately mr gray says we do not there's a lot we can assume and he'll share with you the assumptions the alliance intel number crunchers have made um the alliance has been monitoring the shipments going to and from this world for almost a year now okay um as far as shipments from this world it's pretty short answer none (laughs) nothing has been shipped off world from what they can tell obviously the transports that are dropping supplies off are leaving um, but monitoring them after they land, there's no unloading of any cargo, nothing like that. It's clearly a drop run. Now, the transports that are bringing supplies and equipment to the Jungle Moon of Bentu, the Empire is handling this not completely covertly, but uh, fairly incognito for the Empire. They're not sending Star Destroyers to the system to go make supply drops. They're using uh, hired-out third-party contractors, um, you know, typically, you know, outer rim pilots with freighters, as well as occasionally um, the occasional Imperial transport shuttle, unarmed, uh, to make supply drops on the Jungle Moon. Now, this is happening about once a month, and based on what the Alliance has noted, they are dropping metric tons of food um, and medical supplies, um, as well as just standard cargo. Um, there have been no troop transports that they can tell um, based on, on, on the people that are being loaded up. Now, there's no telling who he's had down there for the years he's been operating. Uh, but typically the way the Empire works is they don't just station a bunch of troops down in one location for years at a time. They, they rotate troops in and out. That's kind of their standard MO. So he probably has a token force down there. Um but be- the Jungle Moon of Bentu has no native inhabitants. There's no sentient life on the world, although it is a jungle planet. Um, so any facilities down there are ones that have been constructed initially by the Empire. Um, it-, it is disconcerting, though, because they've seen no troops go down. So they, you know, based on those patterns, they're assuming he has a pretty token force. But the amount of food and supplies that are being dropped is a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Regarding those supply drops... Do we know when the last one was, when the next one is scheduled, and who, uh, like, if he's hiring, um, you know, outer rim transports to to do the, do we know who the ne- who's taking the next shipment, I guess, is my question. Uh, Mr. Gray kind of says, well, actually, we do have some intelligence on that front, and this is actually a good segue to talk about why Mr. Gray has gathered you together for this unusual meeting. Um, He says, you all are aware from the mission dossier that Dr. Kestro has been developing some type of biological weapon um, that the Empire is planning, we understand, to release on insurgent worlds to help clean them out. We have received new intelligence that this biological weapon is shipping in a week's time. We don't have the timetable to wait, and we need you to act immediately. Um, Hence this hurried meeting. Now, to that, to that end, 
um, as far as gaining infiltration on the planet. And guys, keep in mind, normally th- th- this type of information that, that Mr. Gray is volunteering to you is very abnormal. I mean, one of the reasons you guys are who you are and you do what you do is because you operate completely in the black, right? When it comes to, to gaining infiltration or exfiltration off of worlds or to your targets, you guys have typically always handled this on your own. You understand? That's why you are who you are. So the fact that Mr. Gray is offering infiltration options, that that should impress upon all five of you how serious the situation is to the Alliance Command, okay? That they would even leverage you in this capacity and give you information that could be linked back to them. You follow? Mm-hmm. But he tells you that the next transport that is scheduled to arrive at Jungle Moon is actually leaving from Ord Mantell, hence why you all have been called here, in approximately six hours' time. It is an Imperial supply shuttle uh, that is currently being loaded up with food and, and uh, additional cargo containers, equipment, um, as we speak. And Mr. Gray provides you guys with the location of that. Um, and, you know, y- you all, of course, are, are free to attempt to take it over. There are There is a, a battalion of security forces on board. Or even sneak your way on board, if you'd prefer. Okay. However... There is another option. Listening. Mr. Gray says, it may be a bit more dangerous, but, uh, you know, I I know your team enjoys danger. He says, "Um, in our research to examine uh, Black Sun's ongoing relationship with the Empire, we've uncovered and been actually researching for a while the rumor that Black Sun has been developing its own rudimentary shipworks to actually create custom starships for its own use. Hugo's eyebrows will go up uh, very interested all of a sudden. Um, apparently Black Sun has been developing uh, a series of prototype hyperdrive-capable starfighters that are actually being prototype tested right here in one of their holding warehouses on Ord Mantell. Interesting. Of course, it may be a more dangerous option, but if your team was willing and able to infiltrate that facility and abscond with those starfighters, it could not only provide you a means of infiltration to the facility, but also a potentially powerful means to counter and maybe take down the weapons platform, as well as going a long way towards sowing discord between the Empire and Black Sun. Of course, this is a dangerous option. Mr. Gray is ultimately going to leave it to you guys, and he is going to give you the coordinates of both the Black Sun uh, warehouse where these fighters are being tested, as well as the Imperial supply ship uh, that is, is, is taking off. Now, the Imperial supply ship, according to Mr. Gray's tables, is going to arrive um, in hyperspace. It, it's, a, it's a fairly slow ship. It's going to arrive at the Jungle Moon of Bentu in about a week's time. If you guys were to leave on this ship... Uh, you may be able to coincide with the the day, or roughly the day, that this uh, biological weapon that's being developed is supposed to be shipping. Um, we understand, Mr. Gray says, that the Black Sun ships are a bit faster uh, than the Imperial Transport, so they may get you to the system a lot sooner, but obviously there's just a lot more danger involved. Um, again, we want to get this virus shipment stopped, but... Even if it goes out, you know, we can handle damage control. Your primary mission remains taking out Dr. Kestro and destroying uh, the facility-located uh, research data as well. So however you guys would prefer to handle that, Mr. Gray leaves to you and your excellent judgment. So that's where Mr. Gray kind of leaves it, and uh, he'll take his leave unless you guys have any additional questions for him. Um, I have a couple of questions. Okay. 
Um, since this doctor is like an expert in biological warfare, can we get our hands on useful like air filtration masks or something in case he throws something at us that is air-based or along those lines? That's a good thought. Um, that's not something Mr. Gray would be able to assist with, mostly because it's going to be, as far as the Alliance is concerned, they don't really give you equipment. But if that's a, if, if that's a, if that's a question, um, John, that Shoshana wants to propose to the team at large, maybe that's something you guys can look into before you depart Ord Mantel. Okay? Okay. Um, and the other one was, uh, are there any reports he could uh, send or put me in the direction of that uh, regard uh, Black Sun attack MOs, you know, how they take down a base or something like that, so we could um, potentially lay some seeds mm. uh, on the base when we go. Well, Likewise, I'm curious as to whether or not the Black Sun have particular identifying marks, colors, symbols, things that we could use potentially to to gain more interest from either them or the Imperials towards them. Well, Mr. Gray says, unfortunately, um, the Alliance has only just now started to begin some negotiations with Black Sun. We're still starting to learn their secrets. Um, he says that, uh, honestly, we don't have that level of detail on them. However, if you were to gain entrance to the Black Sun facility, you may be able to have direct access to a lot of their private security files and feeds that may give you the answers you seek. But that's not something the Alliance has the ability to provide you. All right. We'll 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 get it taken care of. He says, ah, I know you will, Aldo. Well, Rebels, thank you, and enjoy the ale. And with that, he disconnects. The comlink automatically shuts off. You hear a slight buzzing sound, and a thin wisp of smoke begins to waft up from the now dead comlink. Of course, it does. Sorry, it was Hugo that didn't touch his drink. Is that right? That is correct. Yep. Hugo, mm-hmm. will you be finishing your drink? Hugo will pick up the drink and pass it over. We wouldn't want to waste it. We are criminals, but we're not savages. Down the <laughs> I just kind of lean back and smile. <laughs> All right. So we, to, no, to, yeah. Well, no. So, so team, it's it's up to you guys at this point. So, um, from 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 the adventures perspective, guys, you can handle this any way you want. It will be an easier task to attempt to smuggle yourself on or take over the Imperial transport, and just out of character and out of module, guys. In the interest of time. You guys are not going to miss the virus shipment by going that route. You'll arrive just in the nick of time, okay? <laughs> um, but if you want to go the harder route, you will have access to a, a more controlled version of entry into the system through the Starfighters and also go a long way towards accomplishing definitely one, if not two, of your secondary objectives. So it, it you know, but again, those are not required to complete your mission. So it's really up to you guys. Okay, I well, think, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I think I speak for many of us here when I say, when have we ever taken the easy path? <laughs> Agreed. Well, um, Dorbaka doesn't like the, the starships. They're usually not made for Wookiees, but uh, Danger is, uh, is right up his alley, so I think that's the way to go. <laughs> yeah, I guess out of character. Um, 
like obviously Hugo can can fly pretty much anything because that's what he does. Uh, does there, is everybody else able to pilot these starfighters if we we take them over? Any of you, I'll like an answer to that. Any of you can pilot the same way any of you can drive a car. It's just that, I can't drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, any of you can ride a bike. <laughs> all right, at least I hope I hope all of you can ride a bike. Um, all, all of you can ride a bike, but not all of you are. Tour de France competitors, okay, which Hugo is, okay, <laughs> to kind of, to kind of put that in in perspective for you. Whereas you know all 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 of your characters can drive the car; they're just not all race car drivers, okay. Um, so, and there's a difference between landing a ship and making an attack run. This is very true. Fair enough. I want those ships, guys. <laughs> and when have when have we ever taken the easy and straightforward route? So I think it's decided. We're going after the Black Sun ships. Okay. Duly noted. Well, let me get my notes up there. Okay. All right, guys. Well, then we're going to... uh, You guys slammed on the rest of your drinks, um, and you guys have some work to do. You have the location of the Black Sun warehouse that uh, uh, Mr. Gray's provided you, but infiltrating the uh, a secure secret facility of one of the most powerful criminal organizations in the galaxy is going to take a little bit of work. So we're going to break out into a montage. We're going to need a montage. All right. So here's how this montage scene is going to work. All of you are going to contribute in some way by making skill checks that are appropriate, okay? Now, like any good montage, we're going to be flipping back and forth in time, scene to scene. Some of you are going to be working before the infiltration to to gather information, shake down informants, understand security schedules and routes. Others are going to be on site, slicing through security, busting down doors, coercing people, and just, you know, murdering them as you sneak your way inside the facility as we go back and forth. So I'm going to go around to all of you and ask how you'd see your character contributing to the scene, okay? Now, there's some obvious skill checks that are going to make a lot of sense for a a little montage like this. Things like streetwise or other social uh, checks to maybe gather information about the locale of the security. Um, Computers, obviously, to look up or research blueprints of the facility or maybe bypass security measures on site. Skullduggery, because duh. (laughs) Maybe to case the area or scan it, break in. Stealth to enter unnoticed, or even deception or coercion to lie or threaten your way inside. But I will honestly accept any skill that you can justify in this montage. It may just have an appropriately increased difficulty to represent your creative and unique suggestion. So, honestly, I'm going to start with our team leader here, um, Rob. How is Aldo going to help plan for this break-in and or help and or help execute it? Uh, Aldo's more of the kind of the, the hands-on, so he's he's going to be right in the forefront of the sneaking in. I'm going to say probably stealth and for the reconnaissance and actually getting in. All right, I like it. All right, well, for a stealth check, your difficulty on this is going to be one purple and one red. Now, I've got that difficulty noted in roll 20, so you can go ahead and just make yourself a stealth check. You still had your force die selected, by the way. Oh, oops. But that's okay. That is a failed check, my good sir. Of course it is. All right. All right. So you fail that particular check. Now, the way this works for my montage, guys, it's sort of a modified skill challenge. You guys as a group are going to be trying to get a total number of uncanceled successes before you all fail five checks. So that is unfortunately one failure. All right. So although you're sneaking in um, and you get spotted, um, 
You turn around to the guard who spots you, snap his neck and drag him into a corner, uh, but then realize there's now a hole in their security, something you guys will have to deal with. All right, Shoshana. John, how is Shoshana going to assist with this montage? Um, can she, like, uh, scalp out the, the facility and, um, like, watch for patterns in the security? I think it's a brilliant idea. How do you suggest going about doing it? Do you want to stealth around yourself? Do you want to use some perception, some skullduggery? What do you think? I could, could do stealth. Um, Ste- yeah. ste- stealth makes sense for how you described it. Um, and again, that's going to be a one purple, one red difficulty. Um, so go ahead. And, I got that set. Go ahead and give me the stealth roll. Okay. Ooh! All right, that is a success with an advantage and a triumph. You also have your stu- your uh, force die still selected, by the way. Yeah, sorry about that. It's okay. All right, so <clears throat> that is going to be one success towards your total. So as Aldo snaps this guy's neck, um, uh, you know you're you're there to spot the security hole um, and uh, uh, make a distraction to a nearby security guard who's roaming the facility and distract him for a moment while Aldo drags this guy's body off into the shadows, and it currently appears unnoticed. Um. Would I be able to make a suggestion for the oh, triumph? Absolutely. What would you suggest? Uh, coincidentally, the guard whose neck he snaps looks remarkably like one of our <laughs> crew. I love it. How about Aldo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Rob, are you cool with that? I love it. All right. So you look I'll down. Slip, I'll slip into his uniform and just kind of put on the, pull down the hat and uh, smile. Okay. I love it. From a, So that's a beautiful, that's a perfect narrative suggestion, John. From a mechanical stance, I'm going to say that triumph translates this to two extra successes towards y'all's total. Okay? Okay. I love it. All right. <laughs> Kyle, how is Hugo attacking the situation? And this could be on-site infiltration. It could be planning. It's up to, up to you. How do you how do you would you go about doing it? Are you muted, Kyle? I can't hear you. I am totally muted. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, thought I was not. All right. Uh, let's let's go back in time a little bit uh, before to like the planning stage. Uh, do a quick vigilance check to kind of get a, the lay of the land, see kind of the pirate movements before we move in. Ooh, that's not a bad idea as well. So you're on the other side of the facility, maybe, um, operating opposite Shoshana, helping to scope out the joint? Yeah, I think so. All right, I've got your difficulty set. It's going to be that standard one purple, one red, and you can make your vigilance check. One purple, one red. All right, I've got one success. I succeed. Uh, Two advantage, one... um is it disadvantage? What what is it in the system? Threat, threat, threat. one well, threat. Well, those will cancel. So, that'll cancel out one of your advantages. Right, so, yes. So, uh, success, one success, one advantage. All right. So that's going to be one success towards your total. Now, your advantage will translate that, and I forgot to do this with the earlier roll. I apologize. We'll translate that as a boost die to the next check to be made. Okay. Perfect. Sounds All right, good. and we'll find out what that means narratively in a moment because at this point, um, it's going to be a uh, pair. This is going to be Dorbaka's check. So how is Dorbaka going to handle this? Well, I think maybe he um, he's going to go out and uh, break some skulls, maybe get some information or some, uh, I don't know, some 
key code cylinders or something like that so that we may enter the facility easier. Oh, I love it. So maybe maybe Shoshana's, or excuse me, maybe maybe uh, Hugo's earlier advantage um, notices a guard that is off maybe in the corner taking a cigar break, um, giving you an easier target to rough up. Yeah. Okay, I love it. Um, so how are you thinking of handling this, man? Is this going to be coercion on your part or...? Um, I, I'm pretty bad at coercion, <laughs> but I was just thinking to maybe just beat him up regularly with just uh, brawl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I love it. All right, so um, I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you a little tougher difficulty with this. Okay, um, yeah. I've I've got your difficulty set. It's gonna be two purple and a red. I've also got your boost die already set as well, so you don't need to account for that. Just go ahead and make me a brawl check. Ooh, wow, that's a lot of blank faces. Still, you managed to succeed. <laughs> that's crazy. You had one success. There's no failures, just one success, and then a, a bunch of advantage, a bunch of threat, and blank faces. That's fascinating. All right, well, that's a, that's, a, that's a success that you get towards your total, and another advantage that we'll pass on is another boost die. Um, and that's actually going to go to Archie. So, I mean, so at this point... Um, Bill Pear, uh, Dorbaka, man, you, you, you grab this, this dude when he's taking his smoke break. Um, you, 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 you beat the heck out of him. Um, uh, grab his code cylinders um, and pull him off into a corner. Now, James, what is Archie going to do in this situation? Mr. Social Character. I'm actually thinking that I'm going to start spreading some word that I'm a wealthy investor looking to hire uh, the Black Sun forces here for some sort of job they might be interested in, you know, throw around some credits, look a bit rich. The intent being to try and arrange a meeting that coincides when we intend to actually infiltrate the base so that there may be some of their forces drawn away for a business meeting that won't actually happen. I really like this idea. So maybe you're you're bringing some of the facility forces outside to talk to you? Yes, uh, or at least arranging a meeting so I won't be there, of course, I'll be there with, with the rest of my group infiltrating, but uh, getting them they'll, away they'll, from they'll the be facility. waiting in a bar somewhere for someone who'll never turn up. Oh, okay, I really like that suggestion. Okay, um, that's that's a lot of fun. Um, and, okay, yeah, I, I really like this. So, what skill are you thinking for this? Uh, I'm thinking deception. I, if I, I'm going to play the wealth card, I think that the noble clothes might also contribute. Oh, yeah, that's going to give you a boost die, right? Correct. All right. Well, so here's what we're going to do. I got your difficulty set. It's going to be one purple, one red for what you want to do. Go ahead and give yourself two boost die on your dice pool. Um, one for the earlier advantage and one for your noble clothing. Um, and be sure to remember to get the cursor to leave the field for that to take effect. And then go ahead and give me that roll. Ooh. One success. Ooh. With four advantage. All right, so instead of just passing a boost, which we certainly can do, do you have anything creative you want to do for your four advantage, Archie? Uh, I think it's probably going to be passed in the form of uh, if there are going to be future infiltration checks or stealth checks once we actually go in there, that they're going to contribute towards that because of the, 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 simply the sheer lower number of guards. Maybe some guards decided to go along with the people to make the deal as well in order to, make sure, in order to ensure their safety. Okay, I'll tell you what. How about we spend all four of these for a full upgrade to the next check? Does that sound good? Done. All right. That's going to come back around to Aldo. All right, man. So your team is executing this plan. Thanks to Archie's efforts, uh, you've got a good contingent of the base security that's off in a bar waiting for somebody who's not going to show up. 
Um, and you've got a full upgrade coming to your next check. What are you going to do on site? Um, I, I pro- probably just start, um, you know, spreading spreading my team out. Um, you know, moving in, kind of coordinated. So, you know, we're all we're all coming in at, at kind of different angles and and all that, and keeping everyone. You know, together trying to trying to use the leadership and, and coordinate all of our movements. They all happen exactly at the same time. This sounds absolutely brilliant. Leadership check, one purple, one red difficulty, and don't forget to give yourself an upgrade. Oh! <laughs> I am... Wow, that is a failure with four advantage. All right, guys, you are one failure away from failing this montage, and you only have a few more successes to go, though, to succeed. So, um, honestly, due to the weather and the extreme amount of civilians that are walking around, you're finding it very hard to get your leadership uh, check in place, uh, Rob. Aldo's just having a difficult time. Um, So your team is a bit confused by your efforts, um, but they roll their eyes. And what do you want to do with your four advantage? Um, Let's see. So, so, but if if the, if the weather's kind of, of bad, um, you know, perhaps that we we can use that to uh, disguise the, um, anyone else trying to, to, to sneak in. So Shauna or whoever else is, is is moving in quietly hopefully that'll give them uh um some more cover to get in at I, least i think that's reasonable do you want to spend the four advantage to give shoshana an upgrade or a couple boosts i would say a couple boosts all right we can do that so shoshana um you roll your eyes at aldo's command now keep in mind you've been with him the longest right you you know aldo better than anybody on the team right um so you kind of roll your eyes at his frazzled commands uh, but you're emboldened by them, and you share a quiet memory of good missions done and imps killed with uh, Aldo, and you get a couple boost die to your next action. So what is that action going to be? Um, I shall try and comfort Aldo by saying you should have had that whiskey. <laughs> that would have settled your nerves. Um, and I will try and... Um, get to one of the like entrances maybe a side entrance or something okay um, for the facility and see if i can open it uh and keep have it so it'll stay open for when we need to go there Ooh, so what are you thinking skullduggery mechanics i'm thinking skullduggery all right well i've got your difficulty set it's going to be one purple one red but you also have two boost die coming your way so be sure to add those into your dice pool and then have yep. make sure control leaves the field. And then give me that Skullduggery check. Before you roll, don't forget we do have some destiny points. If this is getting pretty important, we might want to start spending them. Do you think uh, it's worth spending it then? It's up to you. I will tell you if you fail this check, you guys are done. I say spend it. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's... Uh, that's two boosts and an upgrade then coming your way. Okay. Th- thanks for reminding us, James. <laughs> oh, yeah! 
All right. Well, I'm glad you made that upgrade because uh, that gave you a bunch of extra successes, it looks like. Um, that's going to be four successes with a threat. Now, the threat's not going to matter too much because you guys got the remaining three successes you needed to successfully complete the montage. So, John, Shoshana races up there using the weather to her advantage. Um, using Skullduggery, you pull out your vibro knife, you pop the slot on the door mechanism, you cross-wire it and open it up, and it stays open long enough for the rest of the team to filter inside of what is now, thanks to your earlier efforts, an empty warehouse. The door closes silently behind you, and you find yourselves in a very large hangar staring at five beautiful prototype starfighters. You guys going to walk up to the nearest starfighter, start going over it, uh, familiarize himself with it. All right, Hugo. Well, um, you guys have a few minutes in this facility. There's probably about good 20 or 30 minutes before the uh, Archie's earlier efforts to confuse the personnel inside and give them to a false meeting. They're going to get frustrated and leave. Mm-hmm. Um, the starfighters themselves. Oh, did you guys download the, uh, the the Black Sun Skyclaw sheets? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yep. Well, that is this ship. Um they are pretty powerful prototypes, um, uh, kind of like a, an X-wing and a Y-wing had a baby. Um, they've got some. They've got some pretty stout defenses. They're pretty fast. Um, they have uh, some linked uh, torpedo launchers, some missile launchers on them, um, and pretty decent capabilities. They're also outfitted with a Class One hyperdrive. Um, and Hugo, if you were just to run the calculations through your head really quick, um, with these hyperdrives, you could probably arrive at Bentu in about four days. All right, give us some extra time as compared to the transport. Nice. Yes. Um, uh, Additionally, um, it may be kind of hard. Some some guys have missed this on the ship sheets, guys, but if you look in the bottom right corner where you've got your modifications and enhancements, um, these ships are also outfitted with a targeting, with an an enhanced targeting array um, that will upgrade any gunnery checks made from inside the cockpit, which is really handy. Before we get too far, I want to just re- remember we had, there was a question earlier about getting some breath masks. Um, mm-hmm. That um, it, we probably would have done before we started the infiltration. Um, could have, or you could you could even potentially find some some stuff I, here. I would work. also imagine that if we're going to a facility that does a lot of biological experiments, there's going to be hazmat suits on site. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, good luck trying to get a Wookiee inside a hazmat suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you uh, what. Dorbaka says some stuff, and Hugo just thinks he's uh, hungry or something. <laughs> 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 yeah, sandwiches later. <laughs> well, Aldo, while we're tossing this place, uh, I suggest you retain that uniform that you stole. I have big plans for that later. All right, we'll pack it up. All right, it's done. Um, do, do any, do, does one of you want to look around? I, I think it was, uh, was it, was it, uh, Kyle, was it Hugo who made the suggestion earlier? Um, or no, I think it was, uh, was it, was it John who made the suggestion about the idea of having, of having breath masks or some type of, of, uh, anti-contagion gear? It was not me. I think it was John. Yeah, I think I said something about getting some breath masks. All right, well, John, that, that's kind of the forefront of your mind right now. I've got your difficulty set. I'm going to say it's too purple, pretty an average difficulty to attempt to locate some gear like that in board, on, in this facility. Um, so if you want to make a perception roll for me, we'll see if you can locate anything. Mm. <laughs> that is a failure. 
Um, so yeah, you're not able to find any breath masks on site um, here, unfortunately. Um, and just due to the narrative nature of the scene, I mean, it sounds like you guys may need to attempt to find something maybe when you arrive on Bentu. There aren't flight suits for the um, for the starfighters at all. Sure, there's standard flight gear, but um, uh, you know, they're they're you know, from, from a narrative standpoint, you know, you don't know how effective they would be against uh, against any type of contagion. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Um, I'm gonna ask also ask Soshana if we've got another minute or two if she can um, possibly slice in and get us any um, you know black sun you know typical approach patterns or or attack plans that type of thing to to better help us you know with you know making us look like black sun. Um, Shoshana can attempt that or someone else can. It would either be computers or skullduggery, whoever wants to take it. And let me know what you want to do, and I'll let you know what the difficulty is going to be. Anybody? Uh, yeah, I can give it a go. All right, do you want to use computers or skullduggery? Uh, I think computers makes a bit more sense. All right. Um, well, I think uh, you're going to be... There, there is the risk you're in a Black Sun computer system of leaving some footprints, so your difficulty on this is going to be one purple and one red. I've got that set for you. Okay. Oh, oh. magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a full uh, photo of my face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you rolled a success with a despair. So... First of all, yes, you're able to slice into their computer systems, uh, Shoshana, um, and 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 honestly, you're able to get some pretty standard um, Black Sun data um, that maybe you guys can disseminate and review on the hyperdrive, uh, uh, on the on the hyperspace journey there. Um, because as as Rebels has now taught us, we can communicate inside hyperspace, you know, um, uh, you know, play pinochle over the comm or something like that. <laughs> um, but, however, you do, with your despair, trip um, a major security sensor, and you set off an alarm. Uh, the uh, personnel that Archie had so cleverly lured away earlier, if they're not already headed back, they sure as heck are now. All right, let's get the heck out of Dodge, everyone. We lock the doors and open the uh, top hatch, if there is such a thing. There is. All right, Futurama style. The doors, the ceiling, like, like opens up. Um uh, you guys download some astrogation coordinates into the jump computers on the fighters, and you rock it off into the upper atmosphere. Beauty. Um, quick question. Do, do the ships have any kind of markings on them that would indicate that they're black sun? They nice black sun painted on the side or anything like that? Uh, you can't see it yet, but yes, they absolutely do. We, we can't see it? Yeah, well, uh, um, on the on the roll 20, but... <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> but yes, they absolutely do. Nice. All right. Well, with that, you guys climb into Starfighters, uh, punch up the sequence, uh, download some astrogation coordinates, and rock it off into hyperspace. So, screen wipe. Um, while you guys are in hyperspace, um, uh, uh, John, the, the data that you were able to pull back from the computer and disseminate among the rest of the crew, you guys can review. Um, Black Sun, um, being a crime syndicate, they tend to operate on fear 
and reviewing some other missions that these pro- so <laughs> these are prototype fighters that you guys have stolen but of course it's black sun so prototype testing is not going to involve hey let's go swing around the asteroid belt a few times and take these through some maneuvers for black sun prototype testing involves actual mission work and these starfighters have already been on several missions um to test their capabilities. And based on that data, Black Sun seems to operate on a scorched earth approach. (laughs) Get in, blow everything up, leave no one alive, and then leave. Sounds familiar. I was going to say, maybe we should recruit some. (laughs) All right. Anything else you guys wanted to accomplish reviewing this data or while you're in hyperspace before you arrive at the Bentu system? Torbaga would just uh, make sure that everybody knows that he doesn't have enough room and his, uh, his knees are, are aching because there's not enough room. <laughs> four days. Four days. <laughs> and that Wookiee sure is hungry. <laughs> and this is why comms have cuddle switches. <laughs> I love it. Um, while we're on the way, um, just as a note to everyone, maybe we should man the uh, the comm channels in case the uh, Black Sun attempt to send some sort of signal to our destination point. Potentially. They would ostensibly have no idea where you guys were going. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, I mean, that, that's that's kind of the beauty of this plan is, you know, the, the Black Sun shouldn't be involved with this facility in any way, right? Um, but you know, it, it's worthwhile to, okay, you know, keep your eyes on the comms and, and, you know, you guys, you know, before you leave Hugo, you know, you use your piloting skill and do a quick once over. There's no remote lockouts or anything like that on this, on, on these fighters. Um, assuming they could even be activated at such a great distance, you know what I mean? But there's, there's no hardware like that on these prototypes. Sounds good. Um, of course, after episode seven, we understand a lot can happen in hyperspace, so... Or through hyperspace. So. Jump to hyperspace inside of other ships. And go through shields. <laughs> go through shields. Yeah. Hyperspace is amazing. Hyperspace is amazing what you can do in hyperspace. All right. So screen wipe, and you guys arrive in the Bentu system. Let me adjust this really quick. All right. You guys all should see this map, yes? Yep. Yep. All right. Um... And you can see your individual starfighters that you all are in. Let me actually get rid of Ohm up here since he's not playing. Okay. Uh, so there should be the five starfighters there. And uh, um, to your earlier question, Rob, if you zoom in a bit, you can see the Black Sun logo clearly on the starfighter. Very nice. Yes. I love these. All these are from Chris West's Map Omnibus, by the way. The little starship pieces and everything else. So phenomenal resource. Um, all right, so you guys arrive um, after four days' hyperspace journey. Um, you drop out of hyperspace in extreme far orbit of the Bentu system. Now, the Bentu system is a, a pretty unusual system. There's a solitary white star um, orbited by a single planet, which is a blue gas giant, which has a single moon, uh, the jungle moon of Bentu. And um, on the back of your dossier, you'll pretty much see the view that you're able to see right now. The jungle moon looms in the distance uh, with the massive form of the blue gas giant behind it. Now, at this range, you can tell um, your sensors note that there's definitely something moving around in orbit of the moon. 
but you guys are at extreme range at this point. It's very hard to tell what that is. Now, I will accept a computer's check from anyone who wants to make it um, at a hard difficulty, which I've got set, uh, to maybe extend your sensors a bit and gather some more information before you move in for a closer look. Can that be anyone or just one person or... Anyone who wants to do it. When you say hard, so just three purple, no reds? Three purple. I've got the difficulty set already. Without our technician, is there anyone that's especially good at computers, or are we all pretty much the same? Oh, there you go. Well, Dorbaka made it. Um, well, Pear, you, um, you, you know, you, 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 you're so frustrated by this tiny cockpit. Um, <laughs> you, you take great pleasure in jamming your hand through the console uh, to reroute some power to the sensor array and extend its reach. Um, however, with the threat you suffered, I'm going to say you inflict three system strain on your ship. Okay. Three. All right. So um, you, you guys are getting some weird readings from uh, Dorbaka's ship um, as he roars, um, and you scan your sensors out. All right. Uh, now, Dorbaka, here's what you're able to note at extreme range, Okay. And to kind of explain the map a bit. Also, guys, up up on the north side of the map, you'll notice your destiny pool. You guys can all see that, yes? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, ahead of you, what you see um, in low orbit of the planet is what look like a series of spheres. And those are these little objects right here. Now, with your successful sensor sweep earlier, you're able to tell that these things, they're, um, they're not manned. They're clearly autonomous. Um, they are shielded. And they are mobile. They appear to be making course corrections and adjustments um, in in sort of an orbital network uh, that sort of rings the planet. Um, And also with your success, you can determine that they are filled with, well, what the sensors clearly show to be a lot of explosives. Okay, I try to uh, communicate that to the others. I hope they can understand me because I only speak (laughs) Syriwook. Why am I suddenly picturing Galaxy Quest here? <laughs> right, so I did get one success. Can I assist at least in explaining that? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. And plus, I, I mean, as we, uh, despite our joking, I was, I'm assuming some of you can speak Shriwook. Yeah. Um, to, to understand. But so in, in the interest of time, guys, what you guys are able to ascertain is that these are clearly some type of course-correcting mobile minds that are spread out. Um, in a defense grid around the planet. Um, and also, there appears to be one large sort of uh, floating, also autonomous, uh, large satellite right here. Okay? Okay. Um, that Where was it, that on the map? The giant thing in the upper corner right there? Are you guys able to see that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, ah, okay, okay. You yeah, can zoom I, out I the map that. a bit, so yeah, you you, you can yeah. um, on the in the sort of the upper corner. There's a slider control in the upper right yeah, corner of the yeah. map that lets you zoom in and out. Yeah, I got it now. Okay, great. Um, it appears to be unlike the others, visibly armed with armaments. Um, it looks like a series of turbo lasers, um, or excuse me, uh, laser cannons. Um, and uh, based on the earlier successes that both uh, Archie and Dorbaka had. It is clearly providing radio signals to the grid of mines in this local uh, uh, sector of the defense grid. So, most likely the brain that's controlling their movements. Now, you all are currently at extreme range from the closest of these orbital mines. And at present, at your current range, they don't appear to have noticed you. 
Well, obviously, I think our to complete our secondary objective, that communication satellite is our uh, is our primary target here. Um, after that, chances are the mines are gonna be a little just just you know stationary targets. Um, so. But I think we need. Oh, to I don't mean to sound curt. To get access to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we. So I don't mean to sound curt, but time is a factor. So, perhaps if those of us more skilled in these controls could clear a path for those of us more likely to collide with one another, and we will try to get through this minefield to the to the satellite. Seems. Seems reasonable. We're gonna have to go through there to get the planet anyway, so let's uh, let's do that. All right. Now, you all currently, based on your approach vectors, are at a speed of one. All right, and currently have your defenses spread one four and one aft. Okay. Um, now, if 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 you if you're not familiar with starship combat, a lot of players I've talked to, you know, oh, I've done a whole lot of starship combat. Don't worry about it. Um, we'll walk you through what you need to do when you need to do it. Okay. Um, but from a narrative standpoint, I mean, who, who's going to take point here? Who's going to head out and, and uh, start getting a bit closer? Hugo's on point. All right, Hugo. Um, you're still moving at a pretty slow crawl of a speed. Um, do you want to increase your speed or punch it? So I want to increase my speed a bit. Uh, I don't want to punch it till we get a bit closer uh, and put my shields double forward. Okay, I'll let you get your shields double forward. We'll increase your speed to two, all right? And we'll move you to within long range, okay? Sounds good. All right, so we'll get you within long range of these nearest mines. Now, the instant you get to within long range, um, all of your sensors start uh, noticing an increase in radioactivity immediately, and these mines start moving. In fact, the ones closest to you, Hugo, start increasing speed, and you can tell are racing towards your craft. Okay. All right. So at this point, um, I'm going to ask for initiative from everybody. Um, and I'll let you use cool or vigilance, your choice, because I think you guys were very well prepared for the situation with your earlier checks. But also, it's a bit surprising, so whatever you'd prefer. Um, oh, wait, I think I still have difficulty up, and I'm sorry. Hang on, let me adjust that. Okay, there we go. All right, so initiative. Um, we got one and one. We've got zero and four. We've got two and two. We've got w- two and one. And I'm still missing somebody. I've got Archie, I've got Aldo. Nope, oh, sorry, I was muted. All right, uh, one success, one triumph, and I'm going to use my rapid reaction to suffer a strain and get a second success. Okay, so that's 2-0 with a triumph, right? Yes, sir. Um, <coughs> no, normally, Kyle, mm-hmm. a triumph is used as tie-breaking, but you rolled a triumph on this initiative. I'm going to give you a free maneuver. Does that sound good? I will not complain about a free maneuver. What do you want to use it for? Uh, it's like to aim, I guess. All right, at what? At the nearest mine. All right, that's going to be this guy right over here, currently at long range, okay? Cool. Let me get an initiative tracker up really quick, guys. All right. Take a moment to note that. One moment. I got one, two,
All right, guys, you all should see initiative right now, and you can move that tracker around if it's in your way. Um, but um, the mines are ramping up speed. Um, currently, you all are, again, at speed one with one shield forward, one shield aft, except for Hugo, who's at a speed two with shields double front. Um, and I've got three PCs that are up first. So who wants it? Well, it, why don't we let Aldo go? Maybe I can get us a couple extra maneuvers to uh, get in some positions and get in a better, um, better shot. So I want to kind of issue some um, orders, you know, to to increase your speeds and get your um, shields, you know, double front in preparation for these mines coming in. I want to do a field commander. I love it. Uh, you got your your difficulties. What three purple on that or two? Uh, two purple. Two purple. I've got your difficulty set. You can go ahead and make your leadership check. Ooh. I love it. All right, that's two success with two threat, and one of those successes is a triumph. Um, and for those of you using the API, I don't know if you've noticed, but it 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 like the, it has the triumph at the end, and that's already included in the two success symbols. Does it? Does everyone see that? Yep. All right. Um, I like how they organize it. Okay, so you got two successes, pal. That means uh, that means you're successful. How many PCs can you affect with that? Um. Up to three allies. All right, so an HLI can take one strain, if I'm not mistaken, right? Take, they can take one strain and get an immediate maneuver. Who do you want to give it to? Um, I want I want the other three that aren't um, that don't have their shields um, double front um, or at speed zero. Let, let's get them up to speed as well. However, they want to use it. Okay, so that yep. would be Shoshana, Archie, and Dorbaka. If you guys want to suffer one personal strain, you can do that right now and get a free maneuver. So we'll start with. I will take that strain. You'll take. You'll take it. And what do you want to do with it? Uh, I will switch the shields to double front. Shields to double front. All right. That was Archie. Um, uh, Pear. What about Dorbaka? Yeah, I'm going to do the same. All right. And John. What about Shoshana? I will be doing the same as well. Doing the same as well. All right. So and you. Then, go ahead. And then for my maneuver, I'm going to move mine to double front. You're going to use your yours to double front. Now you also have a couple threat and a triumph that I want to deal with. Okay. Um, so for your threat, this is a very, uh, you know, um, tense situation, um, and you're not sure whether your orders have come through over the comm correctly, um, and it's a bit nervous. You're not that big a fan of space combat, you know. I didn't drive, you know, I didn't fly a thousand miles and jump out of a fucking airplane. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we're going to say you're going to suffer a couple extra personal strain okay. for your two threat. What do you want to do with your triumph, pal? Um, Let's get crazy. Let's get creative. What are you thinking? Can I? Um, I, I want to bring as many of of the mines kind of heading towards me as possible to open up uh, open up a, a lane for everyone else to to get in um, and hit the the station quicker. Hmm, that's interesting for a triumph. Okay, so let's do this. What we'll do is we'll say that a couple of the of the nearest mines, one of whom Hugo has aim on, are going to maneuver themselves a bit closer. All right, in terms of a free maneuver. Hugo, that means that this mine right here is now going to be within medium range of you, okay? Sounds good. And this one is also going to move itself as well, um, leaving a nice little open corridor up here in the middle. Folks who may want to take a run onto that uh, that large um, uh, uh, station, uh, communication station. All right. Um, now, with that movement, that's this closest mine is at medium range from Hugo and long range from the rest of you to keep things distance in perspective here. Um, so that's an excellent leadership term from Aldo. I've got two more PCs up. Anybody mind if he goes next? Go for it. 
Shine, Violet Boy, shine. All right, so uh, can I move to within short range of... Am I able to ping the map or no? Yeah, just hold down your uh, mouse your oh. mouse buttons. Got to hold down. Okay, can I move within short range of that mine? Absolutely. And I'll take a shot at it. Lasers? Yes, sir. All right, your difficulty on that is going to be, I've got it set, two purple and one black. These things are shielded. Okay, so... One second. Don't forget your auto upgrade for your targeting array, guys. So be sure to give yourself an upgrade. And he aimed at it, I believe. You did, so you yeah. still got that boost eye as well. All right. So it's gunnery. And uh, so, sorry, the, um, Difficult- the auto aim is one boost die? Uh, yeah, it's an upgrade. The, uh, so the previous aim is is a boost die. Yeah. The targeting array on the ship is going to be an upgrade. All right. All right. And your difficulty right. is two purple and a black. I'm set. One second. Uh, I have no successes. One advantage. Okay. You take a shot, but it flies wild and skips off his shields. What do you want to do with your advantage? Can I pass boost on to the next person? Mm. Absolutely. So you guys see his emboldened shot, but it skips off the shields, and you occur to you, occurs to you guys these these are these are little uh, uh, tough little satellites. I got one PC up before an NPC acts. Who wants it? Well, I can go next if uh, nobody else wants to. Go for it. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I can... I, I'm going to try to get uh, as close as possible to the mines to see if I can fire off a shot. I don't know if uh, I can punch it. So you can either punch it or you can increase your speed. Punching it will get you your top speed and it'll cost more strain. It's up to you. Okay. Well, uh, just uh, yeah, just uh, increase speed then. Okay. Um, so that'll increase your speed to two. That'll allow you to cover one. And to, to, to let you guys know, if you're not that familiar with Starship Combat... At a speed of one right now, it's going to cost you two maneuvers to cover a single range band. At a speed of two, you can cover a range band with one maneuver. You want to get to speed three to be able to do the cool piloty stuff like evasive maneuvers or stay on target. And speed four is essential if you want to do things like gain the advantage, which is kind of the dogfighting action. Um, but that's that's really the the, the difference here. Um, so if you want to just pump to speed two, you're up to speed two. Now, to maneuver within, uh, you're currently at long range, okay? Um, if you want to get to within medium range, uh, that's the thing. I don't know if we're going to be able to do exactly what you want to oh, do. Yeah. Um, you can get to within medium range, and it'll cost you um, a couple, uh, two system strain to do so. Um, but that'll put you within medium range. And I think all of your weapons have a range of short. Okay, just uh, get me closer. All right, so that's going to be two additional system strain on your ship. Yeah. And that will put you at medium range from the nearest mines. All right. And you're up to speed two. Shields double front. All right. Yep. Now, there's still a boost die floating around there. All right. For the next PC to take it. All right. All right. Well, the NPCs are up. Um, and meanwhile, this guy within short range right here is going to plow, or at least attempt to plow, into Hugo. And Hugo, I've got your I've got your defensive drive being also noted, so you've actually got three setback die to this roll. Two from your shields and one from your defensive driving. Alright. And we are looking at from the orbital defense satellites. Alright. Here we go. Oh, that's a hit. 
No, no, it's not. Huzzah, I live. Your defensive driving saved you. That's a wash. All right, so it attempts to collide with you. You juke to the port side, and it races past you, okay? Um, meanwhile, these others are going to focus down this way, and they're going to get within short range of you and Dorbaka at this point, uh, medium range from the rest of everyone else. These mines are also going to move. comms as the uh, mines approach the other ships. I'm going to suggest that everybody um, switches to torpedoes as opposed to lasers, considering uh, how hardy these things were when I shot them. It's up It's up to you. And I will tell you, if you get a good shot in, I mean, it, they, they don't, I think it'll probably be, I mean, just, add, just metagaming a bit, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, your lasers, a good laser hit can probably take one of these things out. You all have four torpedoes. Now, your torpedo launchers are linked, which means that you, if you make a torpedo shot, you will be firing two torpedoes. That is mandatory. Okay. Um, that means you're only going to get two p- torpedo shots per starfighter. Um, additionally, your torpedoes are slow firing, so after you make a shot with one, you'll have to wait around to get another shot off. FYI. We may want to save those tor- as many of the torpedoes as we can for that satellite. They may be a little tougher. It's up to you guys. But I've got two PCs up next. The last two PCs. Um, which I believe are Shoshana and Archie. Do you want to go for it? Uh, yeah, I'll give it a go. Um, with uh, scent, does that work with Starship Combat? Oh, you better believe it does. Okay, um, I'm going to use an action to activate scent. All right, done. So you are sensed. You... And um, use my maneuver to increase my speed. To speed two, or do you want to punch it? Uh, no, I'll just go to speed two. All right, well, then you're, you're kind of sitting where you are, but you're taking a moment to get steady with the force, and you're increasing your vehicle speed. All right, Archie, you're last, buddy. Okay, so remind me, punching it, does that actually require a test? or It does not. It, 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 it does not. It's just a maneuver, and you'll take, in this case, uh, from speed one, you'll take three system strain to get to speed four. Okay, uh, so I will do that. All right. And that... I will use my other action to begin evasive maneuvers. Oh, very nice. All right, well, you stay where you are. That's going to be three system strain, and you are evased. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, the station is up next. Um, The radio traffic, according to your sensors, increases radically, and it appears to issue some new commands to these satellites. It's going to try to, at least. And it will succeed. Um, and get some of these satellites in for a much closer, these three right here, a much closer kiss. All right. That's its turn. Top of the round, I got three PCs up. Hugo, why don't, why, why, why don't you see if you can take any of these out? Uh, sure, can do that. Um, so, all right. So I will take another shot at this one here. Uh, first thing I'm going to aim. All right. And take my shot. You're looking in the same pool you were last time. Okay. There's two purple and a black, right? Two purple and a black. Okay. 
is a much better roll. That is five success, one of them a triumph, and two uh, threat. Two threat. Okay, well, your two threat, we're going to have two personal strain on this, okay? Okay, cool. Um, you blow it away, man. It's gone. Kaboom! Nice. All right. Um, and it is very clearly a mine because the explosion is massive. You also got a triumph, man. What do you want to do with it? Oh, okay. Um, that's an interesting question. Um, can we say that I kind of noticed a weak spot on the uh, on the mine that when I hit it and communicate that to the others, I don't know how that would work mechanically. I don't think I can give everybody a boost die, right? That's no, no, you, you could you could give the next person to go uh, a triumph, or you can just do something or uh, an upgrade, or you can do something creative. I mean, maybe something creative happens with the wreckage of that mine. Yeah, do you have a suggestion? What? I was going to say, these are mines. There's always a risk of a chain reaction. That's a good point. Okay. Um, yeah, can we say that uh, because it was right there, maybe... Uh, this one got damaged as well. Oh, I think that's entirely reasonable. In fact, let's go crazy and we'll say two of them did. How about that? Exactly. They're 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 cheapo mines, yeah, man. So you blow one up. The explosion force is huge, and the fragmented chassis of the exploded mine goes careening off and crashes into these other two, destroying them. Okay. And can I spend a strain to increase my speed as well? Uh, for another maneuver? Yeah. Um, it would also be two system strain. But yeah, so you you could yeah, take sure. you could take a personal strain and two system strain to increase your speed up to three. Yes, sounds good. All right, done. So you're at, currently at speed three. Nice. All right, I got two more PCs up. Barbaga would like to blow up that mine that's close to him. All right, short range. You can use your lasers or your missiles. Uh, lasers. Lasers. All right. Do you want to aim? Um. No, I think I'm going to uh, increase my speed instead with that maneuver. Okay, so with that first maneuver, you'll increase your speed to three. Yeah. Um, and then you'll take the shot. Now, you get an auto-upgrade for your targeting array. Don't forget that. Um, oh, yes. Oh. And your difficulty on this is uh, set. It's two purple and a black. I've got that set. And gunnery. There we go. No. Oh. All right. <laughs> It's a failure, but two advantage. What do you want to do with your two advantage? Mm. You could recover a couple personal strain, maybe uh, uh, force it to have a weakness, or, or maybe embolden one of your allies. Yeah, I think uh, force, force that to have a weakness so that it could be blown up before it uh, uh, blows me up. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what. I'll say, I'll say you've, you've scrambled its, uh, its, its uh, thrusters just a bit. It's moving a bit erratically, and I'm going to say the next shot against it gets an automatic boost die. Someone, please kill it. All right, I've got another PC up before the mines act. All right, well, when, when uh, Dorbaka kind of, um, you know, wines out for, you know, <laughs> yeah, wines, um, I'm going to go ahead and, and punch it. Ooh, okay. So what speed are you at right now? I'm at one. You're still at one? Okay. I thought you went up to two. No, you moved your shields. No, up. that was it. I moved my shields. All right, that's three system strain, and you are now at a speed of four. That's one maneuver. Um, and those are still at medium range. They are. Aren't they? So I'm going to have to um, do the, uh, you know, take two more system strain and a personal strain. and Two personal in, strain. Two personal strain, sorry. And then um, so I can get into position to fire at that thing. There All you right, go. All right, man. There you go. All right, two more system strain, two personal strain. 
and you have, uh, are within a firing range of that remaining mine. If you want to take a shot at it, you got that free boost die coming your way. And don't forget about your auto upgrade for your targeting array. I've got your difficulty set already. It's two purple, one black. All right. And where there it is. Mm. That's a lot of blanks. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a failure. Um, it's a failure with uh, one advantage. What do you want to do with the advantage, pal? Um, can I give give it a, a, a setback to its closing in on Dorvaka? That's a lot for one advantage, but I really like uh, it. I, re- I really like it, so let's do it. Okay. All right, so it's looking at a setback die on its next attack. All right. All right, and the mines are up, and the first one is going to take a rolling fly at Dorabaka, and we'll see if it can explode itself against him. All right, I got two defense. All right, there's your base difficulty there, and let's see if we go boom. Oh, that was a very unlucky roll for you. (laughs) All right. Advantage and threat cancel out, and I have one uncanceled success, so it does explode pair against Dorbaka's ship, and it is going to deal, uh, let's see, seven damage with breach one, so it's going to ignore one point of your armor, okay? So the rest of the armor will reduce that seven damage, and you'll take the rest, the remainder, in hull trauma. Five hull trauma. Five hull trauma. Boom! It's gone. But at least it's exploded. Yeah, and the Dorbaka bangs his knees against the console, drawing blood, and he <laughs> roars in anger. <laughs> you know how hard this is to get out of fur? Uh, of course, I imagine Dorbaka is pretty skilled at getting blood out of fur at this point. <laughs> All right, well, that's that's that mine. Typically not his own. Not typically, no, no. All right, uh, this next mine is going to take a rolling uh, run towards Shoshana. This one's going to come down to Hugo. And this one's going to move a bit closer to both of you. So let's start with Shoshana. I've got your uh, I've got your sense power up, Shoshana. Okay. And your two defense. So let's see what it can do. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right, Shoshana. Here's the deal. Um, so John, I failed with the despair thanks to your sense ability. Yay! All right. <laughs> Um, so not only do you juke past this mine, but you turn around really quickly and fire off a quick shot and destroy it. All right, so it goes boom. Hugo, I got the one coming after you, and I got three defense die set. Oh, wow. Uh, that is a failure with two advantage. Um, so, dude, you, you're... Juking and bobbing and weaving to avoid this mine, um, it nearly clips you, and you really have to overclock your engines to avoid getting hit. I'm going to say that that power spike is going to force a setback die to the next check you make. Okay. Okay, sounds good. All right. Um, meanwhile, uh, these guys are going to move ever closer to you. Additionally, your sensors have now spotted some additional incoming signals and they appear to be coming from the planet's surface. Um, racing up with the silhouette of ships. Alright. The control station is still completely unmarred, and I have the remaining two PCs up, and I do believe that would you be... mind if I go next, John? 
Yeah, that would be, uh, be Shoshana and uh, Archie. Okay, just remind me, since I've done evasive maneuvers, I don't need a maneuver to maintain that, do I? Unless I want to change to it'll it'll else. it'll it'll last it, it lasts until the end of your current turn. Okay, no worries. So I would like to uh, thread the needle, as it were, through there in that direction, basically. Um, so do a... I'm at speed four currently, so I'll, I'll maneuver as close as I can All right, it'll in be, that. It'll be two system strain, and yep. we'll get you two range bands, all right? So yes. that'll get you actually right there, which I'm going to say based on uh, earlier, you're now at... at um, oh, let's have fun. Do you, do you, okay, you want to get within medium range of that thing or short range? I'm, I'm aiming for short. I'm happy to use, but I'm happy to forgo my action for a second maneuver if necessary. Well, you've already taken two, just to get yep, you there. That's it. All right. Okay. And I would like to spend two personal strain for an aim as well. I believe it's personal strain in this case. Well, unfortunately, you can't go more than two maneuvers in a round. Period. So okay. your, your two maneuvers have been spent rocketing up there. Done. All right. All right. All right. Your evasive maneuvers is now finito as well. All right, but you're within range of that thing. All right, I've got Shoshana. Uh, John, what's 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 Shoshana going to do now? Uh, is there any way to like jam these mines? Oh, potentially. Uh, your sensor range is short, and I think uh, I mean you need to make an appropriate computer's check. I think. Um. Okay, so maybe if we can't jam the mines, maybe we can like reconfigure our shields to emit the same frequency they the mines do Ooh, that's a it's a thought um it's it's a, it's a thought it's not going to be easy but i'll certainly let you try um yeah. um i'll say if you want to attempt that uh that um uh i'd say definitely a computer's check in this sense um and it's going to be hard three purple i got your difficulty set and you know what? I'm going to go ahead. Sound awfully Star Trek. I'm going to go ahead and it I'm going to go. Hang on one sec. I'm going to go ahead and spend the destiny point because I really think you guys need some back. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and upgrade that and make it. Uh, there's a chance of some hilarity here. So uh, you're looking at uh, a red and two purple. I've got it set. Go for it. As long as I don't eject myself from that. <laughs> All right. That's a success with a threat. So here's how we're going to play this out, okay? You succeed in remodulating um, your frequency for just a bit, all right? Um, and that's your action, okay? Um, what we're going to do is we're going to make you uh, basically appear as a friendly for one round, okay? Okay. Um, so we're going to make you appear as a friendly for one round. Um, however, uh, with that threat, I mean, you really had to rewire some stuff and and really jack with this internal systems of this fighter. I'm going to say that's going to be another system strain on your ship for your threat. Okay? Yep. Um, and you've still got a maneuver or two potentially left. Up to you. Okay. I'd like to uh, uh, ma- maneuver forward. I think I'm speed two. You are. So that would get you to right around here for one maneuver. And if you want to spend two personal strain, two more system strain, you could rocket ahead another range band. Okay. Uh, I think I'll keep it there for the moment. All right, so you're right on top of this mine, but it's not making any aggressive movements towards you because you're basically broadcasting a friendly IFF at the moment, at least um, at least until the spoofing fails. Would I be able to relay that information across the cop? You could try. They're all going to have to attempt to do something very similar if they want to, but it's going to cost an action if they do it. Yeah. Okay, I'll inform them on the correct frequency. All right. Noted. 
All right, the control station's up next, and it's going to forgo its free maneuver action and actually going to turn two of its guns toward Archie and take some shots at you, pal. Now, you've got two defense coming your way. Rick. So I got two shots. Let's see what we can do. Uh, The first one, you lucky son of a gun, is a complete wash and fails. The second shot. God. That's five failures and two advantage. Um, Okay, so it misses you with its shots um, as its automated guns go online and start, you know, firing at you. Um, However, with the advantage it pulled, um, I'm going to say that it forces, you know, as you're you're scrambling to avoid these shots, it's going to force a setback die on the next check you make. Okay. All right. Top of the round. Now, those signals that you noted from the planet earlier have now come into play. And in the distance, coming in on the lower corner of the map, you guys should be able to now see three TIE fighters. Clearly launched from the planet below, are racing up into the lower atmosphere um, and coming at you. I'm going to say they're currently at about long range from Archie. Let me get them on the map, on the turn order. So I don't need to go first, but I would like to go before the first NPC action so I don't get another round of attacks from the space station if possible. Well, I got three PCs up, and whoever wants it takes it. Go, 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 Archie. Take a shot at that station. Okay. Well, I will uh, maneuver to go to stay on target, and I will spend two strain for an aim maneuver. Okay. And then I will take the shot with my torpedoes. All right, now your difficulty on this, you're looking at, an, at a setback die, okay, just from the earlier uh, advantage it rolled. Um, it, ha- it is heavily shielded, all right? So it's got three setback die on its own. That's four setback die and two purple dice is your difficulty. Um, now, don't forget your boost die and your free upgrade for the targeting array. But I've got your difficulty noted, and it's set. Anyone mind if I use one of our two destiny points on this one? Go for it. All right, spent. That's two upgrades. Brutal. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's four failure. Yeah, man. So two of your missiles are scratched, um, and they both go wild. Oh, right, that's it. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got two PCs up. Who wants it? Anybody mind if you go goes next? I think that's appropriate. Okay. Uh, So I'm currently at speed three. Can I get within short range of the uh, satellite, Chris? Uh, For two two maneuvers, yes. Uh, Okay, yeah, sure. I'll do that. Okay. All right. That's two system strain. Okay. And then if you want to fire, two personal strain. Yeah, we'll do that. All right, it's going to be... You also have a setback die coming your way from your last attempt, so it's the same difficulty for you. Four setback and two purple. Um, And don't forget about your auto upgrade. Roll well, Kyle. Okay. 
blanks, which I will not complain about. Blanks are good. I've got two success and one advantage. Ooh, nice. Cancelled out. So two success plus your base on those missiles, I think, is eight total, yes? Uh, missiles. Uh, damage six, critical yeah. three. All right, so that's eight, and they have breach, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they do. Breach four. Breach four, ooh. All right, so we're looking at eight. Boom. All right, big hit on the station. And how much advantage did you get? One advantage. One advantage. What do you want to do with it? Uh, pass a boost on to the next player. <laughs> next player. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys see Hugo come in, man, and make this awesome hit on the command center. And as you do, you notice all of the mines sort of like shake somewhat erratically in their orbits um, as that radio transmission that's controlling them is temporarily interrupted. Um, but they soon right themselves and go back to attack positions. I got one more PC up before the mines or the ties or the station before an NPC. Anyone mind me going? Go ahead. Take it, John. You reach. Um, I'm going to uh, maneuver my ship to uh, get into range and fire in front of these guys. Who are you going to fire at? No, no, I'm firing in front in case one of the mines makes a beeline for them. So hopefully I get a setback or something from me trying to defend them. Alright, so you want to maneuver your ship down in there. We'll say that's one maneuver. Alright. Uh, so there's a maneuver. You've still got another maneuver or an action left if you want it. Uh, does this shield thing uh, wear off now? Yeah, it's going to end at the end of your turn unless you want to try and maintain it. Uh, I'll try and maintain it because that might mean they'll try and avoid hitting a friendly if they're this close. Alright, that's three purple on your difficulty. I've got it set. Okay. Oh, failure with two <laughs> threat. Alright. I did hit the eject button, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> not quite. But I'm gonna say not only uh did you did you fail to do that, but with your two threat, you actually broadcast a bit of a hey I'm here signal. And with your two threat, the other minds are very interested in you right now. So yeah, so uh Aldo and, and Dorbaka, you see Shoshana race in um to sort of get in between you and some of the minds. Um, and she seems to be extremely successful <laughs> in drawing their attention. Um, I inadvertently insulted their creator. <laughs> um, so with that, I'm going to say that these two nearest mines um, are all going to go after Shoshana. Um, along with this one right up here. So that's three attacks on Shoshana. Let's see how she does. Now you've got your sense still active. All right. So I think that may. We'll see what that does for you. And the two defense. And the two defense, of course. All right. First attack. Oh, no. I failed with a threat and a despair. Um, so I'm going to say that not only uh, does one of them miss horribly, uh, he blows himself up and the guy next to him. All right. Sweet. I love sadness. All right. And the remaining one is going to try and attack. 
uh, is, wow, there's no successes or failures on those dice, so that's a failure with a crap ton of threat. That's four threat. Oh, it blows itself up, too. That just makes the most sense. For four threat. All right. So, ironically, <laughs> you get yourself into targeting position of these guys, um, and due to your awesome force capability and sense capability, you maneuver in and around these things and get them to collide with each other. If... Uh anyone was looking in the cockpit at the time she had her eyes closed the whole time use like, the force oh my god <laughs> use I the force Shoshana use the force I love it Shoshana you turn off your targeting computer is everything okay <laughs> alright these guys are going to race into short range of uh, Dorbaka and Aldo appropriately um, these guys are going to be within short range of Shoshana and I've got the remaining two PCs up, which I do believe are Dorbaka and Aldo. Uh, go ahead, Dorbaka. Uh, mm. Can I get uh, close to the station enough to fire? Uh, I'm at speed three at the moment. It'll cost you two personal strain and two system strain to do it. But yeah, if... I'm going to get away from these mines. All right, man. <laughs> All right, two personal strain, two system strain, and you can get within short range of the station. Oh, yeah, just a second. I closed my window. Right. Here we go. Okay. All right. I've, uh, got you, I've got your difficulty set. It's two purple and two, uh, three setback dice. Okay. And uh, and the auto upgrade for the... Yeah, I got that. Correct. Uh, it's, it's just gunnery, right? Yeah, just gunnery with those missiles, man. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a success, but a triumph. All right, so... So you failed uh, with a threat and a triumph. So the missiles go wild. Um, with your threat, you've opened yourself up to attack, and the next attack against you is going to get an automatic boost die. However, you have a triumph. Let's get creative, man. So the missiles missed. Um, you, know, you keep in mind, you can use your triumph to activate guided because you did miss if you want to. That's an option as well, unless you want something else to do uh, creative with it. So I could get another shot at them with the at, same at the end of the round. Yeah. It would actually be with three. Uh, it would be with three purple die at the end of the or three red, three green die at the end of the round. You could get a shot at them. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna try that. All right. So you activate guided. So those missiles at the end of the round are so they, they miss the station, but they streak around and are coming back in for another attack run. All right, Aldo, you're up, pal. All right. Um, well, let's. I'm, I'm real worried about this mine still coming into Sashana, so I'd like to take a shot a couple of those. All right, you want to go for the one, the the ones going into her, or the one nearest you? Uh, the one going into well, she hasn't been. Oh, it was it was Dorbaka that was hit. Yeah. Uh, so I'll do the one closest to me. All right, man. Uh, your difficulty is going to be one black and one uh, two purple, and I've got that set. Don't forget your what? auto upgrade. Oops, I think I'd rolled melee, but it's the same thing. Well, roll the, roll the correct die. Pull. All right. And don't forget your auto upgrade. Should be set, yeah. Okay. Boom. All right, three successes plus your base of six is nine damage, and even with the armor, it is toast. Um, and with your threat, I'm going to say that you get a setback die to the next check you make. As your systems right. get a little scrambled. And then um, for my maneuver, I'm going to go ahead and bring up the uh, um, evasive maneuvers. 
All right, Manute, you are evased. <laughs> All right, well, the station is going to act next. Um, it's going to take a shot at Archie, and then another shot at Aldo, or excuse me, at Hugo. Remember, you get a blue dice because I'm stayed on target. Thank you very much. Actually, it's an upgrade. So with an upgrade, we'll take a look at Archie first. James? Oh, I missed. God, this is awful. It's a straight wash. Is it, though? Is it awful? Yes, it's awful. You guys should be toast in space right now. All right. And Hugo? <sighs> I miss with two threat. All right. Um, uh... As it fires at you, um, you guys are able to see a clear uh, sort of pattern to its automated attack strategy. And the next shot against it is going to get an automated boost die. So I'll note right there. All right. The ties come into play. Streaking in, they're going to get within close range of Dorbaka and take a shot. And that's a wash with two advantage, um, which I'm going to say they get a boost die on their next attacks check. All right. All right, bottom of the round. Uh, pair. Um, let's do this all in the dice pool, okay? Um, so yep. you should have your GM dice pool. Go ahead and give yourself... Um, I got your difficulty set. Go ahead and give yourself three... Uh, green dice, and then hit that roll button in the center of the dice pool section. Okay. Uh, the upgrade for the modifications yes. and attachments yes, as it well? Yes, it also applies. That's correct. Okay. Ah, uh, nice. they missed. <laughs> All right. Your missiles missed. Um, with two advantage, though, anything creative you want to do with that? Uh, can I perhaps... I was thinking maybe I could get some... some perhaps get out of range or, or make it difficult for those ties to hit me. Um, I think honestly, uh, that's reasonable. Um, maybe the missiles, the missiles coming back, um, fail to hit the uh, the station, but they rocket into that group of careening ties, and they've got to uh, think twice to avoid stuff. So we'll give them yeah. a setback die. Does that sound good? Yeah, that that sounds good. Okay, top of the round. I got three PCs up. Why don't you go, Hugo? Take out this thing where there's a boost dice on it. Okay. Well, I'm thinking. Because I can't fire missiles this round, should I be engaging with the ties to kind of keep them off the uh, less piloty members of our crew, um, and then wait till the next round before I fire my missiles? Your call. Um, let's see, uh, did Archie fire his missiles on his last turn? Yes. No, that was me. I that fired was... as well. Okay. Well, I'm just wondering if any of us within range have missiles this turn. Um, I think it's. I don't want to waste that boost die if it's all just going to impact on the shields, right? I'm, I'm, I'm at speed four. I might be able to get in there and fire my missiles. Um, okay. Um, and what's Shoshana's gunnery? Uh, it's, it's Aldo. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah, and it, uh, well, I'm one yellow and two green, so. It's not terrible. Is, is that including the upgrade for the uh, ship? Yeah, it is. Oh. Um, 
Okay. Just a question, Chris. Yeah. The three black dice, are they shields or armor? Shields. Are they equally spread around, or is it in the, are there open arcs? This thing is so big um, uh, that, that it's, uh, it's it, it, as an NPC, it just kind of applies, generally speaking. Um, if you guys want to try, I mean, it's it's really, it's, kind of, it's it's not even mobile. It's a station, you know what I mean? So it's it's more like, think of it as range defense, really. Okay. Um, but if you guys want to try something creative to reduce its shields, uh, I'm totally down for that. Just let me know what you want to do. But you got three ties screaming in. Uh, just took a shot at Dorbaka. Uh, right. You got Dorbaka, Hugo, and uh, Archie within range of the ties and the uh, control station, while Aldo and Shoshana are stuck kind of in the rear dealing with those three remaining mines. Okay. Uh, if nobody's going to object, Hugo's going to go first, and he's going to engage with the ties. All right, man. Well, that'll be a maneuver to engage with them. All right. Okay. Do you want to take a shot, or are you going to try and gain the advantage? What are you doing? Uh, I'll take a shot. All right, man. Your difficulty is simply two purple die. I've got it set. Go for it. Cool. Okay, so that is four success, one threat. Okay, so the four success plus your base, you're looking at ten, right? Yes, sir. All right. Well, it's going to be eight on cancel. Um, all right, that's going to take out one of them. Kaboom. All right, and how much threat did you roll? Just one. Just one? Um, let's uh, give you a personal strain for that. Okay, I'm starting to get uh, pretty sweaty in this cockpit here. <laughs> I got two PCs up. Well, let's, let, let, let me go ahead and try to get this station, because that may stop those mines, at least. It may. Um, uh, it'll take you two maneuvers to get within range, okay? E- even at speed four? Yeah. All right, well, it is what it is. Yes, five is the magic number that lets you start getting two range bands for a single maneuver. All right. The only one capable of that is Hugo, but uh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we're we're pushing this thing strain to its limit, but we'll do it. Two system strain, two personal strain. You rock it in, um, and you are looking at. um, I got your difficulty set on the station, man. It's three purple, two, or excuse me, two purple, three black. And we have a boost, right? You do have a boost, correct. All right, come on. Let's get lucky here. Hey! Hot sauce. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, with You roll two successes with two threat, okay? So that's eight plus, that's plus breach four. Eight plus breach four is going to take this thing out, all right? So it goes boom, all right? The mines fall inert, all right? The three remaining mines. They go dead in the water. All right. Now, with Excellent. your with your two threat, um, what are you at on the system strain standpoint right now? I am at three. You've only got three left. Yes. All right. You're going to take two more for those threat. I had a feeling you were going to do that to me because <laughs> you're clocking that ship hard, man. <laughs> All right. Um, Wait. Sorry. What's the system strain for the the ship? Uh, what's the uh, what's the total, guys? It should be ten, ten right? Yeah. So ten. so if he's at three, then you should have. Or if it's upgraded to five now, you should have five left. I have one left. I was at three when he asked me. He's he's been counting down. That's okay. Oh, okay. I see. Sorry, okay. sorry. It's okay. 
Yeah, no, that's okay. I yeah. spent I spent about like six months correcting players. No, you're at zero and you count up and count down. And then I realized that was just a stupid thing to say because we all understand what we all mean. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to I have to slap myself for those bad GM moments. You know, it's like really, what's the yeah. point of you saying that? <laughs> some some habits die hard. They they do they do. Um, but it does it six of one half dozen of another. All right. So the point is, you got one system strain left before you're moving into disabled ship territory. All right. All right, I got one PC up left uh, before the ties act. All the others are out of initiative at this point. I would like to take down some of those ties. All right. Unless uh, there's someone else nearby that wants to do it. Well, Pear, you're the closest, man, and you got a set, okay. you got a boost die coming your way, too. Yeah, I'm going to do it. All right, uh, your difficulty is just two purple, and I've got that set. So don't forget your upgrade and your boost die. Yes. Ooh, nice. All right, that's nine damage. That's going to take out another one, but you got two threat. So I'm going to say the next attack against you gets an automatic boost die. Okay. And that's going to be this time. Well, you could still potentially maneuver out of the way if you want. You got a maneuver left. (sighs) He's within close range right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to move away from him so that he might uh, have a harder time. All right, you're going to get within short range. Yeah. All right, so he's up, and he is going to spend his maneuver, so he really can't spend it to aim now, to get within close range of you. He's got two boost die coming his way, one from his earlier checks, and then one from the threat you just had. But he also has a setback die coming his way from y'all's earlier checks. And he's got two additional setback die for your defense, and two purple for the base difficulty. And he doesn't have his fellows anymore, so he's got his very basic check. Let's see how he does. Wow. Unreal. God. That's a complete wash. He misses. Yay. Uh, All right. I've got Shoshana up next, and I believe, uh, was it Archie who hasn't gone yet? Yeah, I haven't gone yet. Yeah, so Shoshana and Archie. And, uh, you know, the the mines are currently inert, and you have the, uh, uh, the one TIE fighter out there that just took a shot at Dorbaka. Go for it. Take the shot, Shoshana. Okie dokie. Um, Shoshana will use the maneuver to go forward All right. uh, as far as she can. You're within short range. I will spend some strain. Uh, it's two for the ship and two for... It depends on what you're wanting to do. What are you, what are you trying to do? As an aim? Yeah, it's not a pilot-only maneuver, so you don't need any system strain for that. Just two personal oh. strain to aim. Um, and I will fire at... All right, it's difficulty is set, man. Two purple dice. Go for it. Okay. Oh, look at that. I'll activate linked. (laughs) That's three success with uh, two advantage. Activating linked will destroy that ship as you come blaring in. And it explodes after shooting that green shit everywhere. It, 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 boom! It's and, toast. Uh, <laughs> do the uh, necessary yeehaw. <laughs> well, I'm very glad we destroyed all the witnesses because that was frightfully embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, 
there was certainly, I mean, I mean, and uh, due to the the nature of the automated defense system, it's entirely likely that it probably recorded some things and maybe sent them off uh, before uh, it went boom. Um, maybe back to the station, or or maybe off into a subspace or a hyperspace. Who knows? Um, but you guys have cleared away this orbital section of, of difficulty and have cleared the way to landing on the planet. You also successfully destroyed the orbital defense system, thus completing your second one of your secondary objectives. So congratulations on space superiority completion. Yeah, oh, huzzah. All right. And Hugo's going to grimly pull out his knife and score the back of his uh, uh, fight glove for the one <laughs> TIE fighter that he destroyed. I love it. Burning hell. All right. Well, you guys make your way into low orbit and get ready to land on the moon below. And what we're going to do right now, since we've been playing for a couple hours, guys, is we're going to take a five-minute break, if that sounds okay for you. Yeah. Grab a drink. Yep. Go potty. And uh, I will see you guys in just a few minutes. Okay. And we are back. So, all right. You guys uh, take your, your, your ships over a, a high orbit of the, of, of, uh, the planet. I'm doing a bit of quick scanning. Also, noticing where those TIE fighters launched from, you're able to really triangulate. There's really only one major point of civilization on this world, um, and it clearly is a, a facility uh, based on structural uh, scans from extremely long range. You obviously don't want to give yourselves away. Um, it definitely is uh, an imperial uh, style in terms of its construction and manufacturing, um, and there is a lot of power signature coming from it, um, heavy power readings. Now, you guys do a good 30 to 60-minute recon, um, trying to you know scan the planet and, and get uh, get your bearings. Um, as such, I think all of you are going to have time to recover your personal strain. If you guys want to bring your personal strains back to zero, and in the interest of time, screen wiping ahead, you guys have uh, narrowing down the facility. Um, itself, you, you don't want to go in for too close of scans because you don't want to be spotted. You have no idea what type of uh, maybe uh, uh, you know aerial defenses uh, or or you know or ground to air defenses they have. So you've safely landed your ships a good kilometer and a half away from the facility itself. It is night, and you guys have trekked your way uh, through the jungle um, to the outskirts of the facility which you should see up right now. And I think our destiny pool is sitting at one and, wow, seven. Let me make note of that. All right, and seven, there it is. Okay. So you guys should all see this facility map, yes? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yep, yep. Now, this is a very, very long map. It's actually two of Chris, Ma Chris West's awesome maps, one on top of each other, um, that I've also spruced up with a lot of uh, his, again, from his map omnibus, a lot of the little cargo pieces that are available. Um, but at the southern, extreme southern end of the map, you guys can see where the five of you are, yes? Yes. Okay. Now... To kind of put things in perspective for you, you're creeping through the jungle, right? It is night. Now, the facility is up in the distance. From the southern end of this uh, lower map to really the, the walls of the facility proper, you guys are currently looking at about extreme range right now, okay? So it's very qu qu quite a ways away. 
um, you guys can see lights in the distance from the walls of the facility itself shining down into the the jungle floor below um, there's a lot of strong spotlights that really illuminate very clearly the darkness surrounding the facility so really anything within short range of the facility walls is clearly illuminated as is the rooftop of the facility okay now from your current position and your flyover you didn't see or haven't noticed there may be some but you haven't noticed any obvious ground level entrances um, very clearly from your high flyover you saw if you guys want to go up to the top of the map there was obviously a landing platform up here in the uh, northwestern corner of the map, most likely where those ties took off from, um, and a lot of troop movement around there, um, as well as entrances into the facility proper. Now, also on the rooftop um, is what is very clearly you can see um, entrances into the facility. Um, looks like an elevator and a stairwell uh, that lead further down. And there is some type of, of uh, ramp, obviously an entrance ramp, that goes from the rooftop down to the jungle floor right here um, that is currently uh, providing access to the roof. Now, you can also hear and spot at this range there are a handful of uh, stormtroopers that have come down from the roof and are actively searching the surrounding jungle. You guys set off a lot of fireworks in orbit and no doubt, obviously, with the TIE launch, the facility personnel is aware that there's obviously someone who has come to attack. Um, I'm assuming you guys have weapons out and drawn. Okay. Um, now, these troopers um, are obviously stormtroopers, but their armor has been painted with uh, green and brown camouflage striping. Um, and we'll refer to them as jungle troopers from here on out. So from a narrative standpoint, that's the information you guys have at the moment. How are you guys wanting to uh, attack this situation? Do you guys want to attempt to sneak up, remain unnoticed, maybe gain a little further intel? Are you guys going to go hog wild and try and kill everyone here? Um, <laughs> what, what's the plan? There are three troopers right here um, at about long range from your current position that are sort of tromping around the jungle outside of the lighted area uh, that the floodlights are illuminating here in short range from the walls um, and are, are engaging in search patterns currently. I mean, I think the longest we, longer we can remain undetected, the better. Well, there's two ways of doing that. We can either take a very silent approach or we can create a distraction. You could. There's a lot of intel you guys don't have. You I mean you know there's troops up there, but it's hard to get troop numbers or things like that. Um, you do obviously have uh, your team's wetworks specialist uh, in terms of, of uh, John's character, Shoshana, um, um, and a couple of you that are actually pretty good at stealth. Um, if you guys wanted to attempt to creep a bit closer, maybe gain some recon as well. So that's an option too. I, I definitely think more intel and I said sneaking a little closer probably is our best bet. Is there a reason is, we don't get strafed from uh, you know, low orbit? Or, I guess, I'm sorry? Is there a reason we don't just do strafing runs with the uh, the starfighters and, and try and level it that way? We've got torpedoes. You do, and if you guys want to do that, uh, just, you know, um, you have no idea what the what, what the facility armament is like, and furthermore, you could do damage that keeps you from going inside the facility, you know? You have a specific target you've got to kill, records you've got to obtain, um, and, you know... All right, fair enough. Uh, is Shoshana's weapon actually silent in any way? Is it a, a, a slug thrower or a laser rifle? Shoshana actually, her, I mean, so... Uh, John, I mean, Shoshana's got a... You're, you're, you're a quality sniper. You've got a good sniper rifle, but it is loud. 
Um, she does have a vibro garrot. You do have the vibro garrot. Yes. Should be somewhat quiet. Yes. Um, in fact, if you Something can arrange limitation, though, it it does, it does. But this is this is Shoshana's bag. You know what I mean? Is <laughs> sneaking up on somebody and gutting them, basically. Um, as far as the vibro, I'm just wondering if the rest of us can create some sort of something to draw the the uh, searching troopers towards us to give Shoshana a chance to flank around and take them up one by one. Well, narratively speaking, she's got that chance right now. They're pretty spread out. Um, if Shoshana wants to try and maybe maneuver in, and did John, if you wanted to, I mean, under under, I mean, under all those uh, command, if you if you if you were directed to, you could easily single one out and try and take him out if you wanted to, as well as get yourself a lot closer for some recon if you wanted. Yeah, uh, this one seems to be in the best position because he's like covered by a this big. I'm assuming tree. It's a tree, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Would be easy to drag in there and conceal it. And maybe he's got some equipment on himself, or uh, if Aldo or Archie fit his uniform, we might be able to uh, have something like that on our side. You know, just a trooper walking around will get closer to these guys than... A Wookiee will, unfortunately. We're certainly not above reappropriating uniforms. <laughs> and getting get, getting a hold of their comm link is probably one of the key things. All right. Well, although, do you want to? Are you cool with this plan? Do you want to direct Shoshana off to? Uh, I to, do to do her um, thing. And but anyone else that that yeah, we'll we'll, direct, we'll head we'll let Shoshana go. I want to be possibly moving a little closer as well, sneaking. So I'm in a position to help if. Sure. Things go south. Well, you guys all have control of your of your minis, okay? So you can kind of adjust yourselves where you want to. But for the time being, Shoshana, let's handle a narrative check for you, okay? I'd, l- I'd like you to build a stealth pool, and it's going to be opposed by the difficulty of this trooper's perception check, which honestly is just going to be uh, 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 two purple dice. Now, um, I want you to give yourself a boost to represent the darkness that you're enjoying, <laughs> okay? Um and I want you to build me that stealth pool to see if you can get close enough to... Basically, we're going we're to turn this into a, a narrative uh, uh, wet work attack. So see if you can get in there and, and uh, slice him up with your Vibrogarot and end him. So I've got your difficulty set if you want to build a stealth pool with a boost die. An extra boost die. Okay. Ooh! Nice. All right. Well, that's a success with an advantage and a triumph. All right. So let's start with your basic success first, pal. Um, all right. So you silently maneuver in and around the trees. All right. You get behind this guy and you just, I mean, garrot him. And he... And it takes about eight or ten seconds, but you you choke the life out of him and silently drag his body down into the underbrush. Okay. Now, let's talk about your triumph here in a minute. Okay. With your initial success, you pull this guy down um, and slide his helmet off, all right? His helmet comes off with this sort of sickly, wet sort of sucking sound. And you can see the skin of his face and neck um, and head. His hair only exists in patches. Um, He is covered in some type of greenish-brown splotching all over his skin. Um, and open pustules all over his face and neck uh, that appear to be leaking some type of 
you know, pussy fluid that's filled the interior of his helmet um, with this rather gross mucus. Um, but, you know, d- you know, despite the fact he's dead from uh, a garrote wound to the neck, um, he is not looking well. The Empire's recruiting standards have really lowered rate lately. <laughs> All right, so that's what you're able to see with your your, your basic success. So you've taken him out. Um, what do you want to do with your triumph, Val? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I'll open it up to the others, see what they think. Do you, does the party have any suggestions? Well, I said getting... Um getting their their um, comm leak frequency and being able to listen in on any orders being given or any of that type of thing would probably give us a fairly decent advantage of I'll, knowing what's ahead of us. I agree. And honestly, I think I think the basic success allows for that. I mean, she, okay. just, she just took him out, man, and ripped his helmet off. You know, she's got access to his comm, right? Okay. Um, may I make a suggestion? Please. Um, how, about, um, how about, John, with your triumph... Um, as you're going through this guy's stuff, you find a code cylinder. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. And for those of you not familiar with code cylinders in terms of Star Wars parlance, they're those little tube-looking things that people often have pinned to the exterior of their jackets or pockets, and they're basically keys. <laughs> they're keys, you know, in space, space keys. So, Yeah. So, Shana, my dear, if I could trouble you to perhaps get a picture of the remains and the state they're in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On your list of bizarre requests, this uh, doesn't flutter an eyelid. <laughs> this is by no means the most bizarre request you've heard from me. I love it. All right. Um so Shoshana relays this information back to you guys via secure comm links and the fact that she has a code cylinder key. Um, uh, based on Shoshana, ba- with your triumph, you find the key and, and it, it's definitely a standard imperial access key. Um, you know, to what? You're not quite sure. What about the rest of you guys? What are y'all doing? Well seems to be going quite well on its own uh maybe we should let her continue the work if if the if the soldiers begin uh moving forward or perhaps we should create some movement to draw their attention yeah let's 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 create a distraction and or you know some i like the idea of bringing some noise and maybe get those two troopers a little closer to sashana and all right well who wants to handle that distraction I was thinking maybe uh, Dorbaka could climb the trees and uh, perhaps, I don't know, either make a distraction or simply try to take some of them out from above. Oh, I like this idea. Okay, so Dorbaka, let's move you a little closer here. Let's say you're up in kind of in between these two trees right here. Okay. Um, and with what you suggested, um, I mean, uh, who wants to handle the... I mean, so what, what I'm thinking here, guys, is what, what uh, I'm thinking of a combined deception check, which makes a lot of sense. Um... Or maybe one person yep. making we'll the deception. Well. No, I'm sorry. I was planning to move forward as well to you know whether it's call out or rustle bushes or in some way sure. draw attention. Uh, well, move your own mini where you'd like him to be. 
All right. Um, and I'm thinking, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking with, with Dorbaka's assistance, Archie, um, you can make a deception check with a boost die from Dorbaka. Does that sound right? Does that sound all right to Sounds you? Sounds good. All right. Your base difficulty on this is going to be two purple dice, but I'm going to go ahead and spend one of my destiny points because, honestly, you guys need some back, and I think there's hilarity that might ensue uh, if you mess this up. Um, so I'm going, to, I'm going to upgrade the difficulty on that, uh, which I have done. So go ahead and make a deception check for me. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, that's a success with four advantage. <laughs> All right, so... With that, you and Dorbaka combined make enough noise to draw these two guys down in your direction um, easily. And we'll say any check Shoshana makes is going to get an automatic boost die as a result of that. Um, another boost die. <laughs> what do you what do you what do you suggest with your advantage? I suggest that we get them into a position where we can sort of have her go after one and Dorbaka go after the other at the same time. Ooh, I, them out simultaneously. I really like this. Maybe give Dorbaka a free maneuver. Um, Sounds good. I really like this. So Durbaka, I'm gonna I'm pair, I'm gonna move Durbaka's mini. So you you're scaling tree branches at this point, man. Wookie style. Um, and you find yourself over the top of this trooper right here. Okay. Um and and uh, very unsuspecting. Well, Shoshana, we're maneuvering you around to take this guy out as well. Um I'm gonna ask for uh, so let's start with Shoshana first. Do you want to handle this with another stealth check, Shoshana? Or do you wanna do you wanna do a straight up melee attack on this guy? Uh, I'll do another stealth as that's worked well for me. Another stealth? Okay. Um, okay. Go ahead and your difficulty. You've got two boosts coming your way, and I've got your difficulty set. Go for it. Whoa. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is a <laughs> five successes, one of which is a triumph. Um, okay. Well, you definitely take him out as well um, with your successes. Uh, what about your triumph? Um, does he have anything on him of particular note? Like... Um... grenades or anything of that um, sort is his weapon particularly good ah it's just uh, honestly your your blaster rifle's better than his um he's got a standard carbine um so we'll say um i'll tell you what if you want to i'll let you find a frag grenade on him okay all right now dorbaka um how do you want to handle this i am going to jump down and uh, attack him with my claws. Alright, this is definitely a brawl attack. Give yourself a boost die from the earlier successful checks you guys have made. And I'm going to go ahead, because again, it's going to be fun. I'm going to spend a, a, a destiny point um, and upgrade the difficulty of this check, because I think there's some fun that could be had. So you're going to be looking at one purple and one red. Go ahead and make that check for me. Can I can I get an extra boost die because I'm jumping down and getting some extra force behind my attack? I think that's what well, I, I, I figured that was all included in the original narrative about you getting into position. Okay. okay. So yeah, yeah okay. that's what your boost die would be coming from. Okay. Okay. Uh, roll. 
Okay. Um, that's two success with a threat. Uh, so it's just one threat. Nothing, nothing severely damaging. Um, I'm going to say that you, uh, you know, you strain yourself a little bit coming down. Suffer one personal strain, please. Um, yeah. And you guys, you're going to take him out as well. So you basically, the, 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 the pair of you, along with help from Archie, have managed to, to take out the three troopers in close proximity. All right. An examination of these guys shows that they're all suffering from the same disease, you assume, that the other trooper uh, that Shoshana initially killed was suffering from. Well, before the, before the whole disease thing, I was thinking it would be fun to borrow their armor, put three of us in stormtrooper <laughs> armor, and we, you know, we fire a couple shots into the air and then you know, bring two prisoners back in. Well, you guys Not can so much anymore. You guys can still do that. I... But that that armor looks a little uh, yucky. Yeah, it, it is <laughs> it is filled with pus. Yeah, Come hard on, pass. Take I'm putting that on. Take one for the team. <laughs> Just cuz you can't fit in. <laughs> I got blood in my fur. Look. <laughs> well, look, taking out those three has exhausted my tactical knowledge. <laughs> So I mean, obviously, you guys you guys are in a position right now where you've 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 taken out three of the guards that are that are doing patrols. Um, that that take that takeout hasn't been noticed yet. Um, you have a code cylinder you found as well. You're not sure too, for what it does, but yeah. All well, right, what we're, for me to what, try this comlink thing. Yeah, what we're what we're hoping is to um, have uh, uh, have Ar- or, um, yeah have Archie um, make a. Uh, Deception check into their com lake saying that they, you know, we as as the patrollers that we found their uh, the the ships that landed and we need reinforcements, you know, and hoping to clear out some of the guards. Them come running by, we slip up that ramp and hopefully find a way to either close it off and you know, but depopulate the uh, up there a little bit. To, to add some urgency to it, could like one of us take our data pad, maybe play some like blaster noises over top of it as uh, Archie's making the deception to make it sound like the the scouts are in the middle of a pitch battle so uh, more more troopers are going to go all this will depend I think on the success of the deception check um, so I'll tell you what <clears throat> Archie I really like the plan um, I'm going to gather you guys in a more central location okay right here all right, to kind of come up with with this with this with this plan. Um, now, what you're wanting to do, if you're successful, you could potentially clear out the majority, if not all, of the troops, um, you know, from the the roof of this facility. Uh, you know, so this is this is not going to be an easy task. Okay, um, I think this is you know, you, basically you're 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 convincing them to really go against protocol. So this is going to be tough. I'm going to say this is going to be a hard check. All right. And I'm going to spend the destiny point to upgrade it because, again, a lot of hilarity could ensue. Before we do the check, maybe we should move like out from in front of the ramp. Sure, get your get you guys get yourselves where you'd like to be. How about over here? That way, there's a bit of cover if they all leave. That works for me. And Rob, do you want to head? Do you want Alda to head, head over there as well? Yeah. Okay. There we go. Okay. Good. 
All right, well, um, Archie Man, I've got your difficulty set if you want to attempt this check. Do you want to spend one of our uh, force points and upgrade that? I think this is our... I'm thinking so, yes. <laughs> All right, well, then I'll spend the destiny point, and the upgrade has occurred. You make sure to give yourself the upgrade. No, no. <laughs> That's bad times. That's bad times. Fact, I have a bad feeling about this. All right. Well, that was a uh, fail check with two threat. All right. Um. Uh. So with the so basically, you get on the comm, man, and you 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 try to leave this elaborate story. Yeah, we we've we've got him. You know, we've got him pinned down. Uh. You know, and and there's you know, <laughs> however you're gonna lay it out. <laughs> um. Uh. For them. Um, but whomever you're communicating with, the central operator says, says, Johnson, what happened to your voice? <laughs> he says, who, who is this? What's your operator number? Need to add more. All right, guys, this, this is going to work. Uh, yeah, I think we do it the old fashioned way. All right. Well, at that moment, um, uh, you hear, you hear, um, you're with, the, with that two threat, man, coming across, coming across the comm link. You hear, you hear, you know, warning, communications compromised. Enemy is taken out, you know, as, 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 uh, you know, enemy enemy is at hand. Switch to channel B. And comlink communication cuts out from the helmet. All right. A klaxon sounds on the roof uh, with uh, red lights flashing. And there is movement heading towards the ramp. Now, they obviously haven't noticed where you guys are. So, to an extent, you may have accomplished what you wanted to accomplish. But um, what you're going to have is these two guys here are maneuvering over this way towards the ramp. This guy maneuvers down the ramp, or towards it, um, as do these guys. Now, also, uh, from your position, you get kind of a better glimpse. Um, these guys are also coming down the ramp. Um, there are a couple of other units that are worth note, okay? Um, the first is this guy right up here. Um now, he is clearly some type of stormtrooper, right? He's wearing stormtrooper armor, but he is Wookiee size. This dude is maybe two and a half, three meters tall, okay? And is wearing, if, if stormtroopers made power armor, that's what this guy would basically be wearing. Lumbering down towards the ramp is this huge buster trooper, right? Um, he's got this heavy, heavy armament. And clearly some type of armor-attached um, or maybe even cybernetic enhancements um, where he's got integrated weaponry of some type uh, where his hands would be. Um, looks like two very massive guns, uh, one of which actually has the open uh, flame of a flame projector uh, at the end of it. Meanwhile, another unit up here uh, to the north just a bit comes slinking in uh, around uh, the uh, various uh, crates and other uh, machinery up on top of, of the roof there, also making his way at a very surprising speed down the ramp, um, occasionally dropping to all fours uh, to maneuver in an almost animalistic fashion, and very quickly makes his way to the head of the ramp. Um, this freaky-looking trooper, um, his armor is black, and very skeletal in nature, and you can clearly see that his legs and his arms are uh, skeletal-esque cybernetics um, as he pauses and sort of sniffs the air, uh, almost as if he's uh, trying to uh, smell you guys out. These four troopers here are going to make their way around here 
in a guard formation um, around the rooftop entrance. All right. How tall is the building that we're able to see all this, or are we not actually? Um, you're able to see kind of glimpses of it. The building is fairly tall, um, probably about maybe five, six meters. Okay. Is there a possibility of getting up around here? Uh, you, crates to you guys walk, could maneuver. You guys can certainly maneuver that way if you'd like to. But at this point, the, the bulk of the forest is racing down the ramp to attempt to look for you. Um, if you want to continue to remain unnoticed, we're not quite in initiative yet, um, I would ask for a group stealth check. Uh, let's, I, I, I'd say that. I mean, our plan still may work. If they all come down and we can get up that ramp um, and shut that ramp off, we might uh, have at least have well, at least of height on them. Define group check. So we'll take the best stealth ranks and the best agility in the group, which honestly I think is just going to be Shoshana's check um, uh, for all of you. Now, I'm going to increase the difficulty ever so slightly. Um, so you're going to be looking at an... It's going to be an increased difficulty. Uh, so you're going to be looking at... It's a pose check. So you're going to be looking at two purple and one red. Um, you are going to get an extra boost due to the darkness, but you're also going to get an extra setback die because of the fact that the alarm has been sounded and they're actively looking for you. Um, would Shoshana be able to use uh, sense um, to make sure they don't accidentally bump into any of these guys in the darkness? It's kind of beyond the scope of what your training is for so far. Um, okay. in, in terms of how you can use sense, but those other cool forcey abilities you have that provide boost die to your stealth check would certainly would certainly come into play. Yeah, and that's already worked into your dice pool actually. So let's 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 see what you go with here. And Shoshana, let's have you make the check since it's going to be your pool anyway. Um, I've got your difficulty set. Uh, did you? Do I include that setback dice? Or I've, I've got all your difficulty dice set, so just be sure you can give yourself the extra boost. Okay. And you should be good. Ooh. All right, here's how we're going to play this out. So you rolled success with three threat. All right. So... You guys maneuver yourselves again away from the uh, away from the ramp as you wanted to without currently being noticed. You guys are kind of up in this area. Now, the problem is this is very well lit, okay? Again, in short range from around the wall, you've got that flood lighting that's coming around. So as you guys maneuver around here, um, you're going to notice a couple things of extreme importance. Um, the first is you, you, with, with this scattered cargo containers, you could potentially scale this thing. But as you come around here, you actually see there is a blast door set into the uh, ground level of the facility right here. You guys see where I'm pinging? Yep. Okay. Um, it is currently locked um, down with what looks like a code cylinder um, uh, entrance pad to the right of it. Where could we get one of those? Uh, yeah. Now let's I talk about let's talk about those out. let's talk about those three threat. As you turn the corner. There's another trooper. Right there. Um, apparently uh, uh, handling security on this area of the facility. You did not notice him earlier because he was handled by cover. But as you round the corner in the light, he clearly sees you and raises his blaster carbine. 
I need vigilance from everybody immediately. Three success, one advantage. Hey, Rob, can you re-roll for me? I accidentally had some uh, uh, some difficulty in there. All right. All right, so Archie was one and four. Shoshana was zero and three. Uh, Dorbaco was zero and two. Aldo was zero and two. Oh, man, this this is not good. Um, Kyle? Uh, what's three and your, one. Three and one! That may be the savior for you guys. Let's find out. All right, I'm, I'm going to... You know what? I've got a pre-rolled set of initiative for him, but... In the interest of making things interesting, I'm just going to roll his initiative. Let's see how it goes. Well, I don't think it's possible he beats a three and one. Well, it's possible. Let's find out. Oh, he rolled zero and three. Okay. So the bottom line is, without even bringing initiative up at this moment, I've got three of you that are going to go before he does. Um, do any of you want to try and take him out? I'd like to. <laughs> All right, pair. <laughs> well, uh, you can close with him as a maneuver. Yeah, I'm gonna brawl the crab out of him. <laughs> All right, uh, one claw or both claws? Uh, I'm gonna go with one. We need him. Uh... Ah, ah, shit! To, to take two, two claws. <laughs> two claws. All right, that's gonna be three uh, purple as your difficulty. I got that set. Go ahead and give me your brawl attack. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, what's the base damage on Darbaka's Brawl? <clears throat> that is... Um, For his claws? Second, uh, six, I believe. Six? Okay. Uh, yeah, six, yeah. All right, so that'll be seven uh, damage on one hit. Uh, that's not enough to take him out on its own. Do you want to actively use your triumph to get the second hit in? Yeah, I also have... Um, a lot of I advantage. Have a talent, um, Feral Strength. Oh yeah, that should okay. that should already that be should included. Be included. Okay, should already be included. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna activate my second claw. Okay, and then you have six advantage. Um, you'll really <laughs> only need two of them to activate your second claw. So yeah, before this guy can get a shot off, you rush up and like eviscerate him. Okay. <laughs> uh, his his blood dripping down your hands. Um, uh, yeah, you completely eviscerate him. And you've still got a lot of advantage and another triumph left. Oh my god. Um, Peggy's comm link. It should be on channel B. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, that's that's the first thing to do. <laughs> All right, done. Okay. <laughs> um, <boah. laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, do, you have any, do you have any ideas? Well, narratively speaking, guys, if you want to just, at this point, because of your earlier actions, you've drawn the troopers who were watching this area from up here earlier away. If you guys wanted to continue your stealth, use that code cylinder, open the door, and sneak inside undetected, you could do so. I think that sounds like yeah. a plan. Sounds lovely. Okay. I have to commend you all. I've run this module a few times, and like this whole scene, I've had some parties that have snuck through the entire thing and not killed a single person. I've had others that have turned this into a massive firefight that takes an hour. <laughs> yeah, good job, guys. You did, you did good. I love this system. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Let me adjust a couple things really quick. It is fun that you can play the same scenario over and over and get such varied results. That's why I like this system. 
All right, well, that's going to bring an end to part one of our adventure, listeners. After our heroes' daring orbital acrobatics and their uh, ground-based feats of subterfuge and infiltration expertise, as they enter the devious facility of the mad scientist Dr. Raider Kestro, what will they find? Well, for that, you'll have to turn in to part two of this adventure, which uh, should be up on the feed. So, enjoy! This is GM Chris wishing you peace, love, and good gaming. This podcast and related website are not endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited, the Walt Disney Corporation, 20th Century Fox, or Fantasy Flight Games. It is intended for educational and informational purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names, pictures, or references to any Star Wars vehicles, characters, or other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks of Lucasfilm Limited, Fantasy Flight Games, or their respective trademark or copyright holders. All original content of this podcast, including any audio, visual, or textual information, is the intellectual property of the Order 66 Podcast and the Gamer Nation LLC. (laughs) 